When last we left off, the hours dwindled away towards the battle that may yet decide the fate of Sigil and our heroes. With the first plans in motion set to trigger at nightfall the following evening, the Wildcards began a scout and recon mission of the Garrison House, the base of operations of the Crimson Coin, and home to the General. Located somewhere in the Hive Ward, you made your way through the Market, the Ladies Ward, and finally to the Lower Ward, where you exchanged coin with a beggar for information. This information led you to the Hornet's Nest, a bar and brothel frequented by the coin rank and file. Here, Hondo, in his favorite terrain, disguised himself as a member and made his way inside, seeking information on the garrison house or the location of a stash house in the lower ward that you also intend to hit. His initial attempts with the Fey Dryad hands were unsuccessful, but in turning to the very drunk and celebratory coin members, found success. Ingratiating himself into their crew as a new recruit, they led Hondo and by extension the rest of you through the lower ward, through a guarded barricade, and into the hive. Not far from this barricade, between these two wards, the streets began to open up into an abandoned courtyard. The space is uh, similar to what you know in the market ward, but is now a ghost town. Businesses, shops, homes abandoned, and lone stone wall encompasses the southern edge of this area. The stone wall surrounding a large military compound, a cross between a luxurious villa and an active military training ground. The wall is thick and actively patrolled, Several towers equally spaced surround the space, and a heavy iron gate bars uh, bars entry. <clears throat> um, however, shrouded in illusion and with good company, Hondo easily made his way inside. Beyond the wall, you saw a large homestead, a massive stone and marble manor, uh, several outbuildings, guard stations, watchtowers, and a large two-story wraparound barracks and mess hall. As he was uh, steered towards the barracks to meet with one of the Yugoloth lieutenants, there was a pointedness to the stare directly in Hondo's direction from this alien figure, and Hondo broke from this group with the attempt to evade this creature's pursuit. Intense series of events, Hondo slipped into the crowd and played along as the lieutenant ordered all in the vicinity to freeze and drop to their knees. As the creature waded through the crowd, mentally, telepathically hunting, Hondo dropped a fog cloud smoke bomb as diversion, and with short range strikes, used Whisper to evade his hunter. Unfortunately, uh, this open sign of infiltration was noted by loud klaxon alarms and open fire from the dozens of armed militia along the walls. You all united and took off into the alleys of the hive, sprinting through abandoned buildings and corridors headed for the ruined church that you knew to be where the rebel group, the Smiths, took shelter. Here you did indeed find two members, Red and Silver, and after a moment of conversation were hidden in the cellar beneath the ruin. As your pursuers' investigations passed overhead, you spoke with Red about your intentions to bring down the coin and that things would be coming to a head very soon. He spoke for his crew in saying that the, t the time for action was now, and they agreed to join in whatever way they could. Finally, on sure footing with like-minded folk, you departed the Hive Ward through a safe, unguarded passage the Smiths led you to, and with the hive at your back, and still much to do, uh, much to plan in the next 30-ish hours, we begin tonight. For the sake of brevity, uh, as I said, the, the silver would lead you through um, a passage um, that is unguarded 
and safely travels through the two wards, um, where do you want him to lead you to? Do you want to go back through the lower ward or do you want to head through the clerk's ward and swing back up? Um, and are you returning to second chances or staying out for the afternoon? Takes like four hours, four hour-ish to get back. We know we got to meet our boy, um, Horace. I'm also worried we, also, we could like risk exhaustion if we do a lot and are out late doing a break and enter. Where were we meeting Horace? So I thought it's second chances. That was that was the plan because he he initially said to meet at the um, at the stash house, but then you guys made a point of saying you don't know where that is. <laughs> uh, so he realized I'll come pick you up here around ten or eleven o'clock, and you guys would travel together. That being said, you have wasted do whatever you want. You don't need to meet Horace. You can do whatever you want. However, that was what was agreed with him before. I feel like we do need him to get us where we're going. And I don't know where else to find him anymore because <laughs> his previous hideout kind of got raided. Yeah. I reckon he'll find us. So it's middle of the afternoon. I mean... I know it's a long walk and I don't want to chat along the way because I don't want anyone to overhear us. Um, but if we can get back, have a quick brainstorm about what the fuck we're going to do tonight, that still gives us enough time to get back and get back to potentially all the way back here again. We don't know where the fuck this stash house is. Probably should have just made Horace tell us, but... <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Blue, when you were in that brothel, you you acted so quick just joining up with that coin. We didn't really understand. What what intel did you get? And anything good from uh, that whorehouse? Well, it seems to me that um, where they took me, they have a stash. Um... Forgive me, I've had a few drinks. Uh, I'm trying to recall everything, but... Uh, was the person you, your informant there, were they really chatty, really talkative? Oh, they were... They were your ear off? They were great, you know. They, they. I mean, they got me right in. Oh, I, got in I got into the bunks, you know. Like they, I saw everything. Oh. All right, well, great, maybe we won't... Miss Mary's probably right. We shouldn't talk about it in the open if we're walking. The compound is of interest, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hondo, you had a pretty good look at the interior kind of layout of the compound. Um, and I would say, given the short time in which you were there, you could do like a really rough kind of idea of like a mapping of what it looks like um, with a, a little check <clears throat> when you have a chance to kind of sit down and kind of draw it out. Um, but you, unfortunately, because it was so quick, you don't have a whole lot of points of interest. You have like three. You noted what looked to be like the garrison house, like proper, like a manor house. What was the barracks was guaranteed. You, you know where the barracks are. And you did find that little um, kind of outbuilding of uh, black powder storage and where some of the munitions were stored. 
I rem I do remember there was a delivery there the night before. Mm -hmm. It would have been uh, those guys had successfully um, taken down an Archerite something. They would have explained that they basically beat the shit out of and possibly killed some members of the um, foundry uh, and, and to their opinion received a good amount of Archerite. Why don't we head back to second chances? We can have a bite, prepare for dinner, maybe have a little bit of a rest because we know tonight's going to be a long night. You guys down with that? Yep, sounds good to me. I think this is smart, yes. Okay. All right. We need to make sure we have a fucking plan, especially with Horace involved. <laughs> He's just going to want to impress Hondo and run in there, bombs blazing. Why do you think he wants to impress Hondo so much? I don't need to get into it. It's, I think he just wants to be him. Like, Honda, you better watch because, you know, don't talk too much about killing someone and, you know, wearing their skin and all that shit because you never know what you might be inspiring. Very impressionable. I uh, guess. <laughs> you guys begin making your way uh, back through the wards uh, and through this kind of passage as you guys make a point of saying you want to go back to second chances silver would lead you towards the clerk's ward and swing up through the hive to the clerk's ward through the guild hall and towards market he would leave you at the clerk's ward and return back into the into the hive but he would get you into the clerk's ward into relative safety um, you guys know that travel outside of you know in the hive and lower wards is questionable outside is more or less fine Though you know there are more enemies than just the coin here. Um, my last question, just in terms of pacing and timing, uh, are you guys going to travel at the normal pace of, of the flow of traffic, so to speak, uh, which would be slow, which would be like the basically, um, let's see, two, four, like four hours, four or five hours to get back home? Uh, or would you try and push that a little bit? I'd almost be in favor of going back a little bit slower because I'd like to, it, it bothers me this whole mercy killer business that they might be in league with the corn. So I kind of want to be keeping my eyes out for them, making sure I'm not being spotted maybe looking for opportunities to kind of spy on them. Okay. Then that's absolutely a slow pace um, as you're actively kind of spying. Um, in that case, yeah, it's going to be more on the five hour mark. So as we getting back kind of late supper time um so that works out to to check in you know it's a leisurely walk you know it's not like you're actively you know hiking you're just walking through the city um so it's not exhausting in any way and almost almost would be a short rest uh, if it wasn't so actively busy um but go ahead if you want to keep an eye out for mercy killer activity go ahead and make a perception check as part of your travel so many skills are like Finn's just so bad at all this shit. While he's giving out, can I uh, doing that? Can I try to keep it out for Davis? Three. Three? <laughs> See, he's oh not good God. at this stuff. He's not a skill monkey. No, that's okay. Um <clears throat> go ahead, uh, Mary, you can make a perception check for Davis. Uh twenty. Okay. Ain't that just the story of Boone and Mary? <laughs> It's the same answer for both of you. Um, a surprising lack 
of both of your targets. Um, you can take that as you will, but you, neither of you see any sign of mercy killers or, or devas as you're making your way. Mary, you're very confident that any anything that would have been possible for you to see, and you know there are ways to evade your sight, even as good as it, as it is. Um, you're pretty confident that there was nobody keeping an eye and nobody trying to hide. And Boone, you're confident that you didn't see a single mercy killer this whole way. Does that feel out of the norm, though, considering we saw some on the way there? Or is it just, you know, you don't see cops everywhere you go all the time. Right now, you rolled a three. Just <laughs> seems about right. Yeah. All right. No cops. You oh, thank it. God. We didn't run into any. Yeah. Uh, feels good. However, uh, closing in on eight, almost nine o'clock, like it, you in, in your travel, the, the light switches and it becomes nighttime. Uh, and you watch as, as you're traveling, you're walking along the kind of torch um, lighters as they are, uh, or the lantern lighters, as they're going along and lighting up the street lights. And uh, it's a nice, like, leisurely walk, the cobblestones, and especially as you're getting into the guild hall and into the market ward. Um, it does have that kind of, like, classic medieval feeling of walking through the streets. And it is it is nice, but there is obviously that, like, uneasy feeling of knowing the dangers to come. But you take solace in the few safe and sane hours you have here uh, as you return to Second Chances in a whirlwind of activity as the late dinner and drinking crowd are well uh, into their cups and into their plates at Second Chances. Uh, There is a single bard in the corner kind of just playing some music, adding to the atmosphere, and Vidane is actively going about and serving. And uh, uh, there is space for you to um, put push two tables together, which would not be um, untoward, or obviously you can make your way back up upstairs. Um, you don't see Valentine down here. You don't see Doc, you don't see any of your allies. So you could easily ask for food to be brought upstairs if you wished. Up to you cats. You wanna eat in your I, room? Privacy I think is gonna be important. Oh. All right, let's do it. Easy enough. Um, Padane quickly just has a little, just couple of words as you're passing and as you request food to be brought up, he guarantees it'll be brought up swift and hot. Um, you guys have made yourselves well uh, ingratiated to Vidane's good graces and there's no real bartering or any of that. He's He's happy to have you here. Um, but yeah, you return to the room. Valentine is doing what? Probably just like looking over the notes of his journal in everything they're supposed to do when they get back to the material plane. If they get back to the material plane. Yeah, I mean, it's been <clears throat> it's been another day of leisure for Valentine, but there is a significant amount of pain even in just sitting, uh, you feel the wounds healing um, in that kind of magically enhanced way that your bodies are now kind of just accustomed to healing after adventuring career. Um, but there's there's this lingering pain to it um, that is 
you're not concerned of curses. You're not concerned of anything like that. But you're just, of all the injuries and all of the near-death experiences you've had, this was a death experience. And thus, you can see that it does carry a toll. So that's just been kind of lingering in the back of your mind. You're able to push it away and focus on the notes and any plans and things that you want to put your mind to. But you watch as on your that friends note, return. I think he would have tied like a little uh, bandana-esque looking thing around where his throat was cut, like where the scar of that is, feeling like self-conscious, occasionally just like running his finger across it, but mm-hmm. trying to stop doing it by putting some sort of like, what is that called? A, like an ascot? Cravat, mm. yeah, something like that. Yep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That would not be something that uh, would be hard. He's out of the norm to, to look like. Yeah, to have in his bag. Maybe he hasn't worn it in a minute, but it's there. But um, yeah, I would say Mary even put it in the chat. I bet he was pretty much close to snoozing there until the door started to open, and then kind of just perked up and pretended like he's not as tired as he is. Yeah, it would be late in the day and absolutely you would be exhausted just from the lack of activity. But uh, yeah, you guys all return. What are you doing? Anything or do you want to just kind of zip forward to food and then on to the night? I think we need to at least talk about ideas for tonight and what our general strategy is. There's just like a parade in the background in the streets as I watch a little <laughs> little child <laughs> is working her way through. Yeah, there are some quiet little fireworks that are firing off every now and again. <laughs> little cheers in the crowd. Um, after getting the down low from the whole group of like Boone and all of them recapped it, that would just be like thinking of what, how they should play this. I feel like we have all of these pieces. If we imagine like a chess board, if the chess exists here, a dragon anti-board, um, we just have to figure out how to stack them that gives us the best option of taking this general down. We got the Smiths. I'm thinking beyond tonight, but we got the Smiths. We got the uprising of the city people. We have the literal resistance making a strike at that artificer in another house. We also have Mordenkainen, who said he could bring the reign of hell down with uh, the like automatons, those like terrifying war monster autonoma. Hall of automatons that are chasing. (laughs) Yes, everyone. Yes, yes, automaton. Um, we have to figure out how to time all this. That's great that you guys found a way in and out of the hive, at least that could like avoid a a check at the border, if you will. The question's not only just getting into, this is a longer term, but getting out, because we're going to have to get back here. We're not going to be able to fuck off from anywhere in the hive. When you guys said you had those potions of ethereal on this, should you use that to get in or should you use it to get out? I don't know. I think getting in is the thing is the it's a catch twenty two of hitting the stash house tonight because a I mean there's a lot of benefits. It's a stash house. 
there's stuff there we could probably use. This mm-hmm. isn't just uh, blow this shit up. This is a fucking heist and then mm-hmm. blow the shit up on the way out. So we're going to get that benefit. It is going to shake them. Potentially it's going to hinder them because now they don't have these resources. There's a lot of shit that this is going to accomplish. However, it does show our hand. Uh, today, if today's actions didn't already show our hand, it's going to show our hand even further. So people are going to be ready for us. Causing distractions are always great, but I think it's going to be exceptionally difficult, if not impossible, to get in. I also don't know that weird motherfucker lieutenant. Is that what he was? He seemed to see you, Hondo. We know lots of creatures have been able to do that. Is the theory on this going to work on that? Any of you magic folks know? <clears throat> my mic cut out for almost all that, and my mic and these speakers. But you asked any, do you know how? About fear? He could have no, sorry. Hondo? Basically, basically, the question was, um, we have those uh, ethereal vials. The guy who detected Hondo, basically, we think he, I, I think for a game, he has true sight. Do we know if that's going to be a problem with these ethereal, ethereal vials? I thought he had... We don't really know this because it's only Alcondo, but I thought he had just like, uh, like tel- telepathy. Telepathy? Can't teleport. Can read, can read minds. Telepathy is yeah. mine. Telepathy. <clears throat> yeah, I thought he could just hear and he was scanning people's minds. I don't know if he had truce. Oh, no, you're right. There was hints of that. They were like, oh, he can see illusions. It's like that guy told you that, Hondo. Like the buddy was like, oh, this fucking guy's tough. He can see through any bullshit. Yeah. So. I would say He's not the guy to mess with, but I would say I don't think Hondo, remember me. Hondo, if you want to make an Arcana check for me, okay, you can get a better insight into what, if anything, this uh, creature seemed to have the ability to do. Um, following up, though, Hondo can make that check, of course. Um, Valentine and Gord, if you guys want to make Arcana checks, just oh, good roll, nineteen on the die for, for Hondo there. Plus uh, plus your arcana? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, my arcana... 20. Okay. What did you want me to make? Arcana for Val as well. You got it. These are going to be Monster two different monkey. checks. but Natural 20. <laughs> the tale of two characters. Plus four. <clears throat> 23. 23. Okay, perfect. You guys all rolled super high. Val, what was your total? With a natural 20 with your arcana? 34. Jesus H fuck. Okay. I love that Valentine rolls the nat 20 on the thing he absolutely doesn't need a nat 20 to accomplish. Which no. Is to know stuff? Insane. No, this no, is going to be important. Boone can't roll things <laughs> to save his fucking life. <laughs> so, in this conversation, as Mary brings up a key point to your plan to uh, evade sight in terms of illusion, and in terms of etherealness, um, with your oil of etherealness that you do have. <clears throat> Hondo, you're confident that the order of operations in how you're watching this creature, because immediately you, you notice a threat. You noticed this creature looking across the barracks, zeroed in on you from a distance uh, in the crowd you were in. And you didn't feel any mental tampering at that point. You are confident enough and in your adventuring career, in the time you've spent with the wild cards, um, there was either 
the ability to see through your illusion or such a high perception uh, ability that your illusion didn't hold up. So take that as you will, that there are creatures, especially at this level, and that type of creature, that type of Yugoloth, could see through your illusion at a distance. After that point, you could feel it was using a telepathic um, ability to basically uh, scrape the minds of all creatures in in the area to like hone in on you. Like it was like trawling the, the mental network of everyone around the space until it could trigger, until it could catch something that didn't fit. And you just happened to evade it enough um, to, to avoid that. So there are two elements at work here. This creature is certainly uh, imbued with the abilities to push through illusion and has the ability to kind of mess with the mind or at the very least listen in when it wants to. So you know that that is an element of the threat of that creature. Um, as you're kind of discussing this and explaining to the group, <clears throat> both Gord uh, and Valentine, you recognize the, um, the powers of true sight, that ability to see through illusion and to see through um, invisibilities and to see all these shape changers as they truly are. All these things come through with, with true sight. You're pretty confident, and Valentine, you are certainly confident. Trusite can see into the ethereal plane out to a certain range. Uh, oil of etherealness will uh, will fail under the eyesight of Trusite. That doesn't mean you're not... Uh, you, you, you can be detected, but you can't be attacked. You can be touched on a different plane. That's true. That's so true. while on the other plane, you're still on a different plane of existence. Um, but that could easily raise alarms should you be spotted. Um, and you you roll the natural 20. You know the rough distances of spells and your effects. Uh, a site like this is about 120 foot range. So if we were to draw them out, and just because he can see us doesn't mean he will see us if we can try and be like stealthy about it, but just something to keep in mind. I also want to add one element to your conversation here. Yeah. The it's dark in here. <clears throat> what? Sorry. It's dark in there. In here, in the room you're in? Yeah. Uh, in pockets of it. I would say Val probably has a, a, a fire going in the, in the hearth, but there are elements in the corners that are shadowy. I shall cast one with shadows you're just gorgeous slips into the darkness mm, Gord did the creepy shadow thing again uh, on on the topic of etherealness though val uh you also recall and everyone does recall but val just as you're kind of going through the motions of this plan to apply the oil of etherealness takes 10 minutes good note so it's not going to be a quick whoop ethereal it is going to take prep time either on the way in, and if you're talking about using it on the way out, you will need 10 minutes in which you can do that. That's true. If we're in a fight, if this isn't like a get out of jail quick. This is like, oh fuck! Also, you rolled a 20. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a bunch of shit. Give it all, baby. Etherealness can be blocked. Etherealness doesn't go through everything. You've experienced things that block etherealness. Um, 
there are not simple spells, relatively powerful spells um, that block etherealness. Walls. You've encountered walls of force that uh-huh. were you couldn't break through. That's right. Yeah. Um, there are other ways to negate anti-magic fields, would shut down the effects of an etherealness. Um, even... Um, Mind flare a little gaze would do it, probably. There's a couple of things, uh, Beholder, but uh, sorry, sorry, there's, a, there's a couple of things that would shut down magically enhanced abilities like this. Um, but something like a wall of force, when you're talking about breaking into a vault, you can imagine that okay. level of threat being involved. So it may not be as simple as slip through the whole nine and in a way you go. So just something to consider. Um, it's certainly a tool, but you may need to learn more about your surroundings, your threats, your opportunities here in where you use it. Don't you guys feel like you tell me, I feel like it'd be better to use it for you guys going in because you can control, you have 10 minutes to be safe, like protected, and then use it to try and get as far in as you can. If knowing this is a vault, knowing it's probably gonna be on lock, like you can get as close as you can than trying to use it on the way out. Like, I feel like you'll have either killed the general, which I am upset that I would miss, or you would have stolen the book, which would give you who knows like what, power of Eugalus, like who fucking knows, but you will be wanting to get out of there quick. And I think there's faster ways for you to get out quick. In chatting with Brawley, she told me how gored you transformed into a huge fucking dragon to fly us out of that general attack. I mean, possibilities like that. The other thing to keep in mind is, um, I mean, this may be wishful thinking. The goal is to eliminate the threat how many of those followers are going to fight to the death after that threat's eliminated? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we're just going to be able to walk out of there. But you said Coyote? Jackal? What was that asshole's name? The Archivist. The Archivist, that's right. You said he was pretty candid when he was in this room talking about how he doesn't want to be subservient. He only does it because he has to. I mean, he was very open about how much he despised the general, but was forced to do it, so. Speaking of him, there's still an option to uh, get more information out of him. Um, Get him to do another scry for us. We just need a specific thing to ask. Something to keep in mind, whether that happens tonight, probably not. Tomorrow, possibly. Um, There's lots of stuff... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, it just might be because he was directly complicit in my murder. But I just, I don't know if we should continue to trust him. Like, what if the general sussed it out that he even told us info and summoning him again could, I don't know. He may be dead. <laughs> could be dead. Very well, could be. But we should find out. It's just an option. Yeah, like, again, yeah, yeah you're right, Hondo. I mean, if we might need to find out where the fuck he is, because if he's fucked us... That's important, although I feel like he seemed to understand from what I could read about him that uh, he 
gave up a shit ton of information and going back to anyone is probably a terrible idea even if he gives them all the information he's likely gonna be killed for it regardless this is go ahead i was just gonna say another tool we have we just can't forget about is the wayfinder sphere that will like point to the bag that probably has that can help us just like with the kraken that can help us find where things that are hidden are we have to be close to it a magic user can put a spell into it to try and or at least spell energy into it to try and you know find something at a wider radius but if you guys are trying to go down there and trying to find a book uh, whatever that could definitely help you that's a good point someone should Mary, you also mentioned, I know you have um, affliction there, but if there's a miser Drake, the, the former dragon that used to guard this, maybe your dragon sword would be useful in the hands of someone in the party. Yeah. Um, it depends on whether or not it still technically counts as a dragon. The last yeah. five things I've tried to use it on. We're no longer technically. What dragons. is it? Can Mahondo wield it? Is it a? It's a long it... sword. It's a long sword, it. but I did give it the finesse property. Oh, so that's if, true. If Hondo has um, proficiency with long swords, he certainly can and use his dexterity, um, yeah. because I kind of made it more of like a light weight weapon. Hondo, let's yeah, see I'll pass it over to Hondo just so you have it for an option. <laughs> You'd have to check. Yeah, check your weapon proficiencies. Where would I find that? Yeah, so, <clears throat> in your proficiencies, it's going to say simple and martial. If you have martial oh. weapon proficiencies, you got it. Oh, it says here you can. It says, yeah, I have longsword, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. weapon. So he could wield it. So just what a if fucking you look dragon in... sword on this guy. Yeah, if you look on D&D Beyond, Kevin, just um, add, uh, or Kyle, maybe you'll have to send it to him. I'm not sure, because you have I to fiddle with it. Power word, kill dragon sword. <laughs> dragon uh, slayer longsword, it's called. Um, wow, it's cool as fuck, and it can really fuck up a dragon if you get up on it. Um, but it hasn't admittedly seen much use lately. As much as yes, we have to figure yeah, out a lot no. tomorrow. We also have tonight to figure out. So, again, uh, if everyone's on board, I'd like to pitch the get in quietly, see what we can grab, see what we can fuck up quietly or set up to be fucked up and i know hondo's itching to explode something so potentially blow it all up on the way out oh that's Trying a cool to... idea hondo didn't you take a spell that is like a explosion glyph or something what did you take uh yes i do have <clears throat> it takes an hour doesn't it uh let's see where is it, where is it? a glyph of warding what does that do so it says when you cast this spell, you inscribe a glyph that later unleashes a magical effect. You inscribe it either on a surface, such as a table or a section of floor or wall, or within an object that can be closed, such as a book, a scroll, or a treasure chest, to conceal the glyph. The glyph can cover an area no larger than 10 feet in diameter. If the surface or object is moved more than 10 feet from where you cast the spell, the glyph is broken and the spell ends without being triggered. Uh, the glyph is nearly invisible and requires a successful intelligence check against your spell. Uh, you decide what triggers the glyph when you cast the spell. For glyphs inscribed on a surface, the most typical triggers include touching or standing on the glyph, removing another object, covering the glyph, mm. approaching within a certain distance of the glyph, 
or manipulating an, the object on which the glyph is inscribed. Hunter, you could put. <laughs> if we get in there, you could you could do so much damage with this. You could plant one of your bombs, make some glyph that's like, "Open me," and it's an envelope. And then when they open it, it explodes. And the casting time is destroyed. one hour. <laughs> and has some material component to it. Ooh, let's see, what's the material? It should be a costly thing. Not oh, too shit. costly. Powered diamond, it? incense and powder, powdered diamond worth 200 gold, which I Where'd you see that? Have. If you scroll all the way up to components, it'll just tell you what it means. It'll also be at the very bottom of the spell description. Maybe that's just when you look at the full spell. Oh, I don't see it here. In your com- at the at the top in the components, like when the in the breakdown, it should it should. Oh, be. here, yeah. Oh, I need those things. <clears throat> the only thing that matters is anything with a with a gold cost. So you guys have diamond. Um, it would each anytime you cast this, you need two hundred gold worth of diamond to basically create the glyph. Yep. That's what's going to hold the magic. It's the same as like River of Fire requires three hundred gold uh, in diamonds. It's a lot of diamonds. But there are other spells that require, you know, a piece of jade worth this much, and in like a, it has to be crafted in a certain way. So like there's there's like prep that goes into certain spells. In this case, you just need diamond worth this much. I don't know. So do we want to um, put this? Do we want to draw someone toward this? <clears throat> My concern is we might not have the time that you need to get it crafted. Oh, you could do it right now. We got all the time in the world. You can't move it more than ten feet from where you cast the spell. I mean, Son of a bitch. Well, if anyone, it's still, if anyone's willing to pull a quick night mission, we can uh, set it up and then tomorrow morning they'll be ready. You mean for the next day, potentially? Yeah. Yeah, so it wouldn't work for tonight. But yeah, you're right. Maybe for, maybe for something after the fact. Um, if we get can't... there and we're real stealthy and we had an hour, I mean, Hondo could just do it in there. Yep. Just yeah, something cool to consider. That's like a dope be. spell. Something, it something is we can super consider. cool. It's super fun. And cool. I could see you just doing all sorts of crazy hijinks with it, like putting it on the toilet paper seat or like. Oh, well, I definitely think like... we should put it on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's all sorts of crazy shit. Do we, okay. Uh... That shenanigan aside. Sorry. Yeah, Mary. Continue. Yeah. Do we know. Um... Well, I guess we don't. We should have asked more fucking questions before us. How many people are going to be there? You mentioned, Hondo, that um, those guys dropped stuff off there last night. So, like, more show, more people showing up through the day or through the evening isn't unheard of. Absolutely. They may be returning from their shift change, from a mission. Yes, they could definitely be there. Okay. Um, we could always do a... Um what we did earlier, which is, hey, we're one of the coin. We have like a guy's robe now or cape and some of the armor. We could always do, we have two sets of mercy killer armor. We could always do, hey, we're mercy killers. We want a little bit of coin to look the other way. Like we could always try something like that. I mean, you guys could just sneak in a la when we did the hag break and enter and you guys just literally just broke in and we're just as quiet as you could. I mean, Gord literally just melted into shadows. No one seemed to notice it, but Gord just disappeared into a puddle of darkness. Uh, Mary, you're super stealthy. Hondo, you're shockingly stealthy. Boone, um, I don't know if you're stealthy. I think we could sneak in for sure. 
I am not stealthy. In case you the options, know. yeah, the options are sneak in or and or. 50 50 it looks like a little steepled fingers 50 50 it of we potentially bring things for drop off like we have valuable shit yeah we could could bring something real and say hey i meant to stash this uh where the fuck do i put it um that's a good point well i mean raleigh and val can bring us as prisoners and they could disguise themselves as coin i'm still not good enough to get out of bed but boone maybe could do that Keep in mind, we don't we don't know if I am not a good actor. If y'all were wondering, but well, no, you just say we we saw these guys snooping around and we're bringing them in. But why would you bring them into a stash house, right? We don't know. We don't know that they ever not necessarily. We don't know that they're stupid. Not ever. No snooping. We were snooping, so they brought. No, no. But then why would you bring them further into the stash house? Because there's nowhere else to bring them. It might work. It might work. Stash I don't know. Bodies. I might be a little suspicious to look at. We're going to disguise you as a coin, of course. But, but she's a sure. smaller coin. Yeah, yeah. she's smaller. I mean, coin doesn't... Dis- they don't... Uh, you know, they don't judge. They seem to be very judgy. They, they take whoever around. wants to join. You have that seen is shorter country. stature uh, okay. races in, in okay. amongst the coin. It's not like they are super racist on top of being murderous. Um Although, although no, no, they are very murderous. <laughs> they're, 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 they have their flaws. I'll say that. Uh, there have been less gnomes in the last day. You notice? Oh no! Oh no! But I mean, the good thing is we haven't seen any like hanging anywhere, so they might. They're probably still okay. Well, yeah. Well, they're just hiding. Silenced and got rid of yeah. quietly is the other hiding option. in the gutter. Um. Okay. In terms of resources. We, that wayfinding sphere could be important. Um, anything else that we have resource-wise? Honda, you have some explosives you mentioned? How many? I have explosives and glyphs. How many explosives? Uh, two right now. Are they like fireball radius or we don't know? Oh, uh, from what I understand, they're pretty <laughs> big. They're pretty spooky okay. scary. All right. Um, I have how many? I have a couple of explosive arrows left, I think. I mean, Val could. Nope. Nope, eh, I don't know if he could actually. Fireball's a third level spell. I don't know. Can I put that in one of the gems? Uh, my right. gem's a third. You can. No, your gem is a fourth. Yeah. <laughs> so it can hold up to a third. I mean, so you could do fourth level fireball it just keeping in mind and just in terms of timing you have to attune yeah i know to it so it does take an extra hour it's yeah nine ish you guys got time just is this something though that i bet you know against valentine like casting i'm gonna make him roll for it it's a low enough threshold um and you're not in a fight you're kind of doing a preparatory thing and a third level is kind of in that threshold of like powerful magic but you're not doing a you know, seventh level spell. It's you're you're a high level bard. I'm gonna give you a chance to be okay with it, but you're probably only gonna get one, two would put yeah. you over the edge. But yeah, I absolutely. almost I almost feel like Dimension Door might be better in knowing how just things go so badly. Dimension for this. Door might be a good get the fuck out of jail yeah. card. I know teleportation's a little fucky, but 
as a last <laughs> ditch. Two people can get potentially get out out of a real bad fast. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of uh, it might be essential. Um, great. Okay, so we kind of need to get eyes on the building before we can make the most solid plan. But as long as we can all agree, trying to find a way to get in there, get our eyes on things, and get the fuck out. Do we have room in the bags of holding? For what? Oh, for stuff. For stuff. Uh, we could because we could. You guys could just leave it all here with me. You could leave a lot of stuff here with me, like Wayfinder Sphere, a lot well, of the gems. We should bring the Wayfinder Sphere just in case. But. Yeah, then a lot of the gems, like a lot of the like heavy stuff, you could just leave with me. I'll just make sure Horace doesn't. Could we not? We could also potentially use some of those gems, or if there's anything else in any of the bags of holding, I don't know what's in there. Um, as a backup of, hey, look, we're dropping this off, right? Payment, someone, you know, paid their uh, protection fee. We were told to drop it off. We did, we collected all the protection fees from whatever district, whatever ward. Here it is. Yeah. I'd imagine that's the kind of thing that would get dropped off at the stash house. Um, if we can get somewhere where we can see the entrance and I can get... Kyle, are the shops like we're in the near the market district, right? Some of them yeah, are open the late. Some of them are open late, right? Yeah, absolutely. Would I be able to on the way um, pick up a spyglass? Mm, that would be an investigation check. It's kind okay. of it's kind of fringe into exactly. Okay, so it, maybe like on material plane when there's a lot of ships or whatever, it might be fine, but. Exactly, like you don't have a whole lot of reason to look long distances yep. here. However, that's some shit that would be found in like someone trying to hawk a bunch of shit. You know, yeah. I mean? like someone who's just got like a cart of knickknacks and, and trinkets. That's exactly the kind of thing you could find there. And those guys are the ones who are open late for sure. Okay. So I'm going to get you to roll, but it's sure. not going to be super challenging. Okay. If we can get me within a good view of whatever entrance uh, where people are coming in and out, I could potentially read some lips and find out other things that are getting dropped off there, or the conversations that have, if there's a password, any of that shit. If we can find a place to camp out a little bit and do even if it's even a half hour to an hour of recon, even less than that, um, we can potentially get a little bit more information before going in. Alana, you already used your disguise today, right? I did, yeah. So there's no more adorable, tiny gourd kitten daughter. No. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty great. Um, Hondo, how are you doing for spells? Uh, I think I have used a few slots. Okay. Let me you, check. You have invisibility as well, right? You had to double up your disguise to two first. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I have. So I've used all my level one. I have one level one slot left. Three level two and two level three. Okay. Do you have invisibility or am I making that up? Uh, no, I do, I think. Yes, it's a okay. spell. I'm pretty sure it's your second. It's in your second level. Yep. Great. I got it. So that could definitely be something that's useful as well. Um, maybe for some of our, if we decide to go the full stealth way, that's a good way to help our, our less stealthy party members. Don't we have an invisibility cloak? That's, no. that's not this world. Um, that's that's absolutely this world. We do. We this. just don't physically have it. We just don't <laughs> have an invisibility cloak. <laughs> yeah. Cloak invisibility is absolutely an item. Same with the ring. Um, 
What was I going to say? Oh, can Val start doing unattuning to the scepter and starting to attune to the gem? Yep. It's a pretty simple process to continue the conversation and just be kind of like handing it over, kind of just like back and forth in your hand, feeling the the connection to it. Uh, You're... um, so you're going to lose the d- dimension door? That's what I want to put in, yeah. I think that's what we should do, yeah. Oh, you're re- re-upping it. Yeah, because I think we I've used it used. today. Yeah. It's no, not used. today. It's, it hasn't. It got used in the fight where Valentine died, and he hasn't been He's able been to He's been dead since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, you guys can continue this conversation. However, um, let's do that check now. Sure to see how, well, one, if it works, and two, how worn out Valentine is as a result of it. Um, is that the, something that could be inspired <clears throat> on or aided by in a party in some way, or no, it's too long-term? Hmm. Like, I don't have a way of doing it, but no, I Hondo understand. technically could. Hondo, Hondo would be the only one who Val can't do it to himself. Laugh again. Where's Lab? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I would allow that, because it it's it's the act of casting, not the act of attuning that is draining. So yeah, I would I would give you if if when you feel the connection and you're about to go through the spell, if you want to give someone wants to to aid Valentine in some capacity, I would let you do it for sure. Oh no, do you feel like saying a few words to inspire Valentine as he puts some spell uh, magic in? Yeah, I could say a few <laughs> words, I say. Please. Get your ass out of the bed. Start being useful. We've had enough of your dead shenanigans. Kind of feeling annoyed, but inspired. I'll, I'll use that. It's you know, it's inspiring you. It's whipping you into shape. Hey, enough yeah. of the sleeping around. Hey, we get it. You you died. Now move enough on. Of the not breathing. <laughs> what do you uh, do? You do have a D six there, Honda? Do I have a D? Uh, no, sorry, I meant. What's your uh, what's, what's your, your inspiration? Uh, it's in your features and traits under your inspiration. What die is it? One uh, D eight for okay. Bardic inspiration. Val, uh, well, this is going to be a Constitution check. Con check, you've got it. So not a save, just the okay, pretty good modifier. But let's go the full way. So seventeen. I rolled a fifteen plus two. But let's just roll this D eight right now. Plus one, so 18. Absolutely. Um, you hear the semi-inspiring words of Hondo and just that, the words that like, they're not particularly inspiring, but the sentiment of- It's there. You don't want to be sitting on your ass. You don't like no. that you're on the bench. And that does kind of fire you up just enough to kind of you know push you through. You get through the spell and it is a, it's a more powerful spell um that was a higher threshold to to push through but with those words and your um uh, your your abilities you are able to imbue the uh gem with a dimension door at the end of the hour process um obviously you mark up the spell it doesn't make a difference ultimately because you're not going to do anything else um but uh even though you succeeded you do feel drained you're going to be going to sleep shortly. Yeah. I think I'm done with contributing a lot to this combo. They kind of look like shit. I thought I was looking better, honestly. I mean, you look better than two days ago. Here, take this. I'll just hand it back to you. 
Last question. When we do this, there are three options for that I see of um, how we make it known to the world. Option one, nothing. It mysteriously blew up. Someone did it. Leave everyone wondering. Option two, we did it. It's us. People kind of have an idea of who we are. It's a huge fucking target on our back. Option three, Mercy Killers did it. Any of those options sticking out to anybody? Just Alana, we'll go in a circle. Mercy. <laughs> yeah. From when we talked to uh, Cerulean, the journalist, and he said he was going to help us put the word out to rally the troops. I do wonder if this would give us more clout with the citizens if they knew it was us. But it also may look like people have already been inspired and someone else is fighting back if it's a mystery. Let That's people draw fair. their own conclusions to whoever they think either did this good thing or did this horrible thing. What but if it was just... We are terrible at doing things without anyone seeing us. Like, the, let's just acknowledge typically that would not happen. I'm just trying to think if there's something we can plant, if there's some kind of message that can be left. Well, I know a, a message. Miss Brawley's been talking about how the general has small testicles. And perhaps that's something that could just be left at the scene as, you a know, pair continuing a story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any ways to do anything like this, but outside of leaving, we don't have any Mercy Killer uniform or anything like that. We got um, their armor. Not Mercy, the Mercy Killer armor? Yep, from the sewers. When I wanted to run away and Hondo said, let's fucking fight, you cowards. And, and you, actually, of them. you actually have the Red Justicer armor which is not just your average rank and file mercy killer. These were elite. So I don't know if that plays more into the, the theory um, uh, of how you want to play this, but elite mercy killers would probably have more impact. Yeah. I mean, if we can either find a way to get those on a body that's left at the scene and like kind of half burned or kind of half something it looks like the best of the best were sent in to fuck up the general what the fuck does that mean if they're supposed yeah. to be working with the general like that could cause a lot of confusion um potentially it could get them in fighting which is going to benefit us maybe it means that the mercy killers will be less likely you know if they're starting to get blamed for something they didn't do less likely to come to the general's aid tomorrow all right, so let's do it then. That'll be part of the plan. So we'll make sure we'll pack that in the bag of holding. Um, Gord, what's in yours? Is yours just full? Do you have space? A bunch of body parts and shit. I think that you dumped all the body parts. Question. <laughs> the key for both bags of holding was the amount of gold you guys had at a certain point. Gold. Yeah. We do not have anymore. Um, we have spent most of it. <laughs> which, which is key because fifty gold is a pound. No. Pound? Fuck. I, I used to know this. Well, they have lifestyle expenses now in D&D Beyond. That's cool. 
I've always had that. Well, I just discovered it. <laughs> uh... We can leave. What can we leave here? There's just like a bunch of shit in there, like the Enduring Spellbook, the Atlas of Endless Horizons, the What are these things? Infernal Puzzle Box, the Skullcrusher Tactical Gauntlet. Oh, the Stone of Good cool Luck Luckstone. All this cool shit. What the fuck is a Stone of Good Luck Luckstone? Is it in the tuned item? Yeah, yeah. With this polish agate on your person, you gain a plus one to checks and saves. Yeah, we when have... we get home, we gotta distribute this among some NPCs that we care about so they don't <laughs> fucking fair. die and these things become useful. We have Thorn from when Val lost Heartbreaker, the little like activated short sword um, from like the gauntlet. We have a lance that I paid for and have never used. <laughs> Fuck. Good times. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use that in the final fight. You should. Way. That's coming out. Just this non-magical lance just yeah. breaks in the first. I think attempt. it's plus one. It's oh, nice. nice. We're gonna That's use nice. it to like pry something open or prop prop a door or something. At some point, no, I'm gonna use it on Asmodeus. I'm gonna fucking fly at his face with it. 50, 50 gold does weigh one pound. So however much gold you have, divide by fifty for. I have three thousand gold because I have hoarded it. This is my money. Yeah. So we can leave that with me. That, that's sure. 60 pounds. Okay. So I forget, how much does the bag of holding hold? 500 pounds? Got it, Got it right here. Let's see. Bag. Blah, blah, blah. This bag can hold up to 500 pounds. Not exceeding uh, a volume of 64 cubic feet. Bag weighs 15 pounds. Yeah, so... There was a point where you guys were pushing the threshold because you were literally filling it with gold from hordes and things. You, as, as you pointed out, you spent a good amount of the gold, but if you just kick out some of this equipment and some of the extra shit you don't need on this trip, you'll have no problem picking up whatever you find. Cool. Maybe you have to sift through it tomorrow or the next day when you're on your way home. Remember when that fucking... Um tentacle robot just emptied our bag on the floor. You just had to fucking try and get it all back. Shovel it all What back an in. asshole. Primus fucking guy. Um, okay, well, well, we need to... Well, what, well, we don't know what time it is. And we're waiting for Horace to meet us here? <clears throat> yeah. And I, I honestly might have a nap now because I'm pretty tired. Yeah, this, this conversation up. could have continued like through the attunement process because it's still like an hour. Um, but I just wanted to get the check underway just to see how that played out. Um, however, unless you guys have anything further to say, Horace will be knocking on your door once you're ready. Plan, stealth first. If it don't work, we got some backup play acting stuff, but then potentially if we destroy this place, leave a mercy killer armor. We're going to hang anyone? The night's young. We'll Um, see. So what if we uh, Boone and Alana just to fucking have we have a couple uh, crimson coin cloaks right? Someone said that? Am I making that We up? have a crimson coin armor set and cloak and we also have the mercy killer one. 
Okay. You only I mean, have armor, one, ar- one full coin. Yeah. Number. So, I mean, even if someone's just wearing a cloak, so that at a distance, they look. Yeah. One of the less uh, stealthy people doesn't hurt to just have that ready, is what I'm saying. Um, Boone, you can't do anything to disguise yourself or confuse people, anything like that, right? No, just punch them. Yeah, we're in the same boat there. Um, I did give right, so, my cloak to uh, that poor man, that poor tiefling we passed, so I could just wear this crimson coin one for now. That works. Um, smells a little. It smells girls. Our uh, our local scent artisan is uh, on the material <laughs> plate right now. <laughs> uh, at this point, there is a rapid knocking on the door. Yeah, that horse. Such a walk over to the door. <clears throat> quiet person. You think you'd be As you hang on regrets. You crack it open just to look uh, and he just like rides and wiggles his way through the little crack you leave and like slips into the room. Just kind of shut it. Eyes super wide, looking all about from underneath the hood. He says, y'all ready to kill some folk tonight? Yes, although Hello. I'm gonna I'm gonna set some shit up ahead of time. Yeah. We've talked a little bit about a plan, right? Uh, and I, I think you're gonna like you're gonna like this plan. I'm gonna cool. put that ahead of time. You just it, it's gonna require a little bit of patience. Not my strong suit. Not my strong suit. I'll be frank. I'll be frank. I'm not my strong suit. However, I'm following your lead here. Cool. We're gonna start with being quiet. I can We're gonna that. watch. We're gonna try to figure out how the fuck to get in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll figure Why that not, part out. Just the front door, you know. I find doors typically work. That could, that could absolutely work if we can find a way to, to not be uh, super obviously noticed because step two of the plan is to clean them the fuck out. Ooh, okay. I like that part. I like that part. Yeah. I don't like the part where you didn't blow the door open. No, no. So, see, there's part three is blowing shit up behind us as we leave, walk away. Cool guys don't look at explosions. I'll be honest. I like looking at explosions. That's, that's dumb, fine. You that's can, you can look at see. it. You can look at it as much as you want. But the whole point is, if we want to get the most shit out of this, if we want the most stuff, we can't explode on the way in. We have to explode on the way out. All right. All right. Look, look, like I said, I'm following your lead. I'm going to lead you there. And then I'm just going to do as you do. Cool. I'm going to make a very quick stop on the way to help us in this. And uh, we're going to get the fuck going. You we get going now. We are going to get going right now. All right. The uh, where are where specifically in terms of ward and general area are we going? Is this within the hive? No, we're going to the lower ward. It's a lower ward. It's the Darkwood Manor. It's the old Darkwood Manor. Uh, okay. It's a it's a it's kind of in a, like a residentialish area. Uh, no. Not particularly uh, not a particularly nice area. It's kind of shit. Oh, uh, but these like bigger kind of estates you know things like that it sounds good uh okay the people who live in the area oh, i would worry about the people who live in the area they're pieces of shit fuck those guys uh, nobody yeah. lives in the lower ward and is like you know selling cookies and shit yeah. unless it's got like razor blades in it or something oh wow okay, yeah. take a word on that. yes easy all right let's go uh mr valentine nice to see you Oh, oh, that was wave. Hey, 
Hey, Horace. Nice to see you. Likewise. Yeah. How you doing? I died. Yeah, the old... So, uh, it was bad. That's so, a tough one. Yeah. It's cool you're You having a good time, though? Last couple days? Things been good? Yeah, man. Just like... I've been so involved that I haven't yeah. been in a long time. It's mm-hmm. it's nice to be needed, you know? Totally. Yeah, it's good validation. Yeah. Anyways, we better go kill these folks. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, it's... We will hey, adjust just... the cloak and then follow him out. Come on now. He, he moves quick in those little legs. He just scurries and is not waiting. And it's like down the stairs, out the back door already. Can you stop by the... Okay, fine. Um, I will try to see if I can spot an odds and ends place that might have a spyglass on the way. Go ahead and make an investigation check on the way out. Yep. Ooh, <laughs> Mary just desperate for a spyglass. I just you in know a what? window. Honestly, I should have got this in our first arc of our at home yeah, game. Yeah, Why didn't I think to get this a really like long time at ago? Before you should have had it. <laughs> uh, so that is a 28. 32. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys are just, just about to leave the market ward as Horace is kind of hurrying and scuttling through the, not quite the back alleys, not quite the, the main road, just, just inside the first cut behind the main thoroughfare. Um, and as you kind of come into this open space between uh, a section of alleys where you've got a, just about to turn into the ladies ward, after the first little half hour or so, uh, you do see the light still on within what looks to be like a, a pawn shop style place. And uh, it seems like the perfect place for this type of thing. You can just see things are kind of stacked in like the open window. It's kind of just like dirtied and, and uh, around the edges of the window. And you can just make it odds and ends, knickknacks. It's, it's, that's your place. Cool. Duck in there. Uh, as everyone just kind of halts, you go inside, uh, and indeed, uh, just kind of like on a shelf, there is this uh, extended out, potentially gold uh, or or a polished brass um, spot glass, and it's you know, the 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 glass is not cracked. Um, it does look pricey, surprisingly so. Cool. Uh, there's no price tag, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, yo, this thing. I see this kind of older kind of elf or half elf, probably, given that he looks so old and just kind of looks up, receding hairline, kind of pursed lips. Uh, it's a, a spyglass, yes? I'll, I'll switch to all this shit if I see him, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting and pretty, but uh, what's the story? What are you looking for? He kind of just gestures for you to hand it over, kind of holds it aloft and looks through it. And it was finally crafted, and it's worth quite a pretty penny, honestly. I'd sell it to you for a thousand gold. Is he bullshitting? Go ahead, make an inside check. Did he say a thousand gold? Yeah, the thing is, I don't have a thousand of gold. Of course he's bullshitting. I know, but... Um, a thousand I know. Uh, I want to see how bad he's about bullshitting me. Boom believes it though. Boom's like, that's a really nasty (laughs) 26. That is the literal player's handbook price. Wow. Okay. Uh, I don't have that. Just build your own in the future. Just build your own. (laughs) 
Okay. Um, I'm looking at my stuff to see if I can trade him anything. Mary doesn't collect random shit. He sees the look of shock on your face uh, and just kind of takes it and just sets it on the counter and says, perhaps I have one of lesser value in the back. Yeah, this one's really pretty. I'm a little afraid, you know, carrying around, dinging it. He makes his way into the back for a couple of minutes. You can hear some rummaging, just boxes and paper and things. And like three, four minutes later, he comes back holding a a secondary spyglass. The glass is cracked uh, and it's tarnished. You know, the the sheen is not nearly as as well-maintained. Uh, and he kind of holds off and says, well, it was uh, going to be thrown away. However, I could sell it to you for. This material is still a little polishing. It would still be good. A hundred gold. Can I take a look through it? How fucked up is the view? You hold it up. <clears throat> and the break is like right across the lens and it does kind of split the view it's not going to be ideal uh and not going to give you advantage on anything but it will give you extended sight yeah i don't have a thousand gold i'm gonna have to take it (laughs) never have i wished before that mary was a hoarder like hondo to have things to barter with i I do have a waiver in poison you could sell No, we are keeping that shit. We need to poison <laughs> some folks eventually. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, poison some folks tonight. Do we not have good. any like scrolls or books we can get rid of? We left a bunch of shit with Valentine, mm. and, and I'm probably he left all stuff. that shit that you would. <laughs> I have an idea. I'll, I mess- I'll message him. Hey, Valentine, be useful and bring the books here. He is you absolutely asleep. Be not only that. You're out of range. You're, ah, out of, you're well out of range. At I this point. died. I was a, I'm a bedridden <laughs> man. You're alive now, okay? You're not dead hey, now. Hey, come to the store and bring some shit we can sell that you really value. Uh, no, Mary, I'll take, I'll take the cheap one. That's fine. For the shitty yeah, one? Okay. 100 gold for the shitty one. I'm going to get lavender fix it when we get back to the Valentine just wakes up with a shiver, though. He's like, huh. huh. <laughs> At least it'll give me a chance. <laughs> Uh, yep, absolutely. You walk out with it, and Horace is just like, just like, <laughs> just, just, just itching to go. Yeah, and then he sees you come out of the store and just darts, and it's just like over his shoulder. Come on, let's follow me. And all right, slow down, Mr. Horace. I do commend Mary for not swiping the thousand gold spyglass that you could have easily done so. I know, but she's not going to steal from an but old man. That. I know at that time, which is why you're the lawful good party of the party. That's right. Um, it, uh, question for the group. Horace is leading, <clears throat> and Horace is intending to lead quickly, but to your group, it is it is your call whether you want him to slow down and travel at a slow pace to not draw attention, at or at a fast pace to travel quickly, um, but potentially draw eyes on your way. Anyway, we could break that up, like, before we get to the lower ward, we could travel quick, but when we get to the lower ward, start, like, slow down and be more intentional. For sure. Um, 
basically you're only between let me refresh this but i think it's only the ladies ward and then the lower ward so, so then yeah maybe in ladies, the ladies ward lower ward yeah so you would have one ward which is the ladies which you could travel quickly through the that, home of the people who fucking hate us right now there are enemies at every gate essentially yeah that's true so just this is the question and it may have consequences it may not you don't know What's the plan? I'd almost, almost be thinking to do the opposite. Be careful through the ladies' ward. I'm in the lower ward where everyone's fucking sketchy. <laughs> For the most part, we can zip through it, and then when we get close, slow the fuck down. But that's just my thought. Well, Guess I need that. answer. That one. Okay, so slow through the ladies? Slowly now, not draw not dry eyes. Yep. Okay. Uh, let me get a stealth check, everybody. Stealth from Boon Verdet. It's a oh, plus one, 16, 17. 21. Let's have Val roll stealth. Just to see. 27. It's not bad well, for the kid. I also got an instrument. Wait, you got 27, Broly? I got 27, yeah. Jesus Christ. Because I, um, not the last time I leveled up, but the time. Before, Before that, I got a buff, so now I'm plus seven stealth. Fuck yeah. Oh, so did you roll a nat 20? You rolled a nat 20 then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sick. Get it. 20, Get 23 it, for me. Okay. Uh, Horace actually rolled a 25. That boy, Horror. Uh, this? I don't know if Kevin is still rolling or debating rolling. Kevin's just pulling up his app. It's going to be a lot, and your group is already stealth. So I'm, okay. you're okay. Well, Kev, I want to know what is it. Ooh, it is yeah. bad. You have advantage still, on stealth rolls, though. It doesn't even matter. His minimum is a 10. And it so becomes 20. a 27. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Why ask rogues <laughs> to do anything? Yeah. Anyways, uh, traveling quickly through, uh, traveling slowly through the ladies' ward to avoid detection, uh, giving that note to Horace. He does take a moment of of being angry for realizing many of his kin have been hung in this ward for exactly what you're doing. And uh, there's a moment where he loses that kind of facade of devil may care attitude and the gravity of some of the things that he holds dear kind of hits. And he does indeed begin to lead you safely and quietly through the streets through the back alleys of the ladies' ward. There's a tense moment as you cross the, you know that you're nearing the um, the prison and the base of the Mercy Killers. Um, you do see sign of several Mercy Killers actively in the area, and obviously a higher concentration of them as you make your way past the prison and their, their domain. Um, but given that you're in these kind of alleys and rolled particularly well across the board, none of them perk up and uh, none of them make any, any shift. Likewise, there's an open gap between um, where you pass the Hall of Concordance and you kind of have to open into like this open courtyard rather than take a long detour. It's just a quick jaunt across open courtyard. Um, but there's just that moment of holding and watching and looking, waiting for a good opportunity and sprinting across, just knowing the power in the Hall of Concordance. 
and knowing some of your actions may have put you on their bad side too that that could turn poor but minutes pass as you continue running and you don't hear any untoward signs following you you reach the bridge the gaps between the ladies ward and the lower ward and quickly make your way across uh, and into the shadows of the high kind of almost looming dark uh, apartment style buildings these multi-level structures of low income and just poor care homes and some businesses that are closed where you see many people out and about in the streets not looking particularly well both mentally or physically here you are immediately slow uh speeding up your pace with less concern the people here maybe they do see but who's gonna believe them and why would they you make your way quickly through here what are the um sorry to interrupt you what are the like rooftop scenarios like i almost envisioned as we got closer trying to scale up roofs so we could have more of like a bird's eye view for sure uh in this area it is very much the kind of like gotham style jumping between roofs like kind of slums where it would certainly be possible but um horace as you're kind of thinking about that does begin to lead you kind of deeper within and you begin to leave this slums area and make a, a closer jaunt towards larger palisades and um, and manors and estates mm. um that being said if you wanted to pause for a moment and like get a bird's eye view you certainly can um but horace does as you kind of take a pause right in as that transitionary period kind of begins to to happen uh he says we still got a little ways to trek um the manor is uh well he's kind of just generally it's kind of like into it becomes a little bit of a maze uh in here i know where it is uh but it's almost at the heart of this manor area this nicer states you want to just keep following then feel like i've looked up and then be down to follow what were you gonna say Mary? Do you know if there's a spot or near there that'd be a good um good place to get a to get eyes on the front door or potentially a back door oh sure yeah yeah there's a, somewhere there's a up couple, high out of the way there's a couple of uh couple of places we could take uh, take refuge in there's uh some older um like temples that are still in the area and there's some uh, there's some uh places that uh well they've got tall roofs nearby they could get up in kind of do what you're talking about here but just someone else's house you just gotta be careful no oh, i want to be a gargoyle on the top of a temple that sounds amazing okay okay he begins to lead again as you scurry through the streets uh that do become wider and marked on the edges by um, pointed raw iron fences and you see some having gardens of like interesting it's difficult to make out color given the the night and the lack of light in this area uh, outside the the street itself the lanterns light the the streets but leading up to these kind of manor homes there are these kind of lavish gardens and you can see some with like tall um hedges on the inside of their iron fences 
um, that kind of uh, block the, the view of what you can see. <clears throat> Several, as you're traveling, um, have fallen into disrepair and perhaps are, are abandoned or perhaps are still being lived in by um, squatters or just the owners who just have not yet to take care of the what's become of their home. You can see that there is this interesting mix of almost a post-apocalyptic area of, of aristocracy um, that is very evident in this lower ward to be the norm. Uh, Horace pauses as you're getting close to an area um, that the road, so to speak, turns left and right and almost surrounds a large, uh, what almost looks like it should be like a park, like this this gated park area in the middle of like a square of homes and, and uh, other manors and things. Uh, and he kind of holds in the shadows at the corner looking on and uh, just kind of gen generally points to the middle of that gated section and says, that's Darkwood Manor in there. It's uh, um, used to be a, a faction leader in the city. Uh, I forget that they were the, the takers or something, but um, they were one of the ones who opposed the general until he, you know. So it's his now, I guess. Uh, and you look on, it's difficult to see the actual manor house itself, given the low light. You can attempt to if you wish. But at this distance, you can see that there should be a well-maintained and manicured lawn and garden. And this kind of like, there's like a rock area for where there should be statues and things. And the entire place is just decimated. It's, it's weeds that are long turned to husks. It's broken stone. It's sand. It's it's just a wasteland. Um, and that the, at this distance, there's a very faint outline of a Victorian style manor just shrouded in black that you can't see from, from this distance um, right now. But Horace looks to you. All right, well, we're here. Let's play it. Have we seen any coin on the way, or is it like really quiet on the streets? Okay. Is there a way to get somewhere to get eyes on yep. an entrance? Um, you can see there, I mean, there are basically, like I said, this whole manor place is surrounded on all sides by houses and manors and things like that. Um, there is the temple to the back that you can just kind of vaguely see that has a, a small like chapel with a steeple. Um, there, are, there are a couple of spots that you could you could pick. Um, you guys would, will call the southeast corner of this square. Uh, you can go ahead and make a perception check and see if you can just spot um, what would be maybe the most advantageous. Not good. You do have disadvantage as the, oh no, you, you have uh, goggles, sorry. What was that? I was gonna say you, you have no dark vision, but you have the goggles. 
It wouldn't. Uh, the first one was a four. The second one would have been. Who cares? <clears throat> the first one's a four. The second one was definitely higher than that. Um, Eleven. The low light is not giving you any indications. Um, there are buildings left, right, and center. Um, you can you can make out the the chapel if you wanted to try and scale that, but there's no obvious advantage. There are just multiple places to, to choose. So I would either say if you're going to go north and be kind of on the back side of the house, um, that's the chapel. Otherwise, east, west, and south are just homes to to scale and trees that you could potentially just kind of position yourself up in trees. Just if you wanted to get an up bird's eye view, just a higher vantage point. What do we think about um, potentially <clears throat> just to take half an hour sit, watch, be within a distance so we can talk to each other if we need to. I think that's a good idea, especially in case they got patrols or something that are on a on a schedule. Exactly. We haven't seen anything and that's freaking me out. I feel like we should be seeing or hearing someone. Um, I can go on the chapel in the back, decent at climbing. Mary, you should say your idea that I could tell you were forming. <laughs> it was kind of a joke because we don't have the spells but i said yeah, i thought sure it would, we do i thought it would be fun to uh blame this all on or not blame this but use this potentially to scare the shit out of some people who might know the ghost stories of the people who used to live here i thought that would be fun to fake haunt this place i cannot accomplish that by any means yeah you can. you're stealthy as hell yes, no, I can murder you're in the stealthy. Night, you can whisper i'm able to through my my kind of tiefling origins. I can cast thaumaturgy, so I can make my voice go loud. I can cause harmless tremors, flames to flicker, brighten dim. I can create sounds within range. That's just like a rumble of thunder. I can cause an unlocked door or window to fly open or slam shut. Maybe I can a lot of spooky good, shit. That might be and a good like, distraction to cover for us, getting, for us getting out. Because remember, we ideally, we want to be able to grab the most amount of stuff with no one knowing we're there is going to be the best chance to grab the most amount of shit that we can. And then potentially that's a good cover for getting the fuck out of there. So Mary, why don't you try and do a little reconnaissance from up top? Sure. Does anyone uh, want to come with me? I would like to, but I think I would cramp your style. Maybe uh, Mr. Blue or Horace, but I'll go prop. You want to go? Yeah, you... All right. Why don't all three of you go and Brawley and I can just stay here and make um, sure everything's yeah, all right. Yeah, keep, keep Gord with you. Gord has a good eye. Um, so maybe watch this main entrance. All right. Find a place yeah, to I, tuck around a corner or something. I should say the you can see the, the manor house does face down south. So if you wanted to get up into a vantage point to kind of look at the face of it, it would be along somewhere along the southern uh, street, uh, the southern homes or trees or whatever. Uh, Hondo and Mary and Horace, though, are going to make their way up into that kind of chapel on the north edge. That was a thought. Okay. Uh, throw stealth checks, the two of you and myself. Horace, no. Oh, Horace, come on. Don't, don't, don't fuck up my natural 20 groove. 15 and 17. 32. The two of you carry the silence as Horace just kind of tries to like 
tries to keep up, um, but there's just this this kind of wheezing pant that you very quickly gather that this has been a long journey for Horace and he's just not quite as fit as the rest of you. And he's just, <laughs> just kind of gasping for air as he's kind of running along, just like holding a stitch and this little like kind of waddle run. Uh, and you just kind of give him a little kick and he, <laughs> and runs and catches up, but it's not the most stealthy moment, but the two of you are silent as you make your way, covered in the shadows, uh, running in along the, up the east side, curving into um, this chapel. And you can see it too is marked by um, an iron gate around it. However, there's an open gateway, an archway. And inside you can see um, headstones and gravestones kind of all around. Uh, and a closed, you know, church. Um, but there are, it's kind of that Gothic design. There are a couple like gargoyles that kind of hang off the edges up on this um, steeple that rises up um, that has a, a bell tower in it as well. As creepy as this place is, it is absolutely my fucking style. If it was a different life in this city, it wasn't fucking Dark Academy or whatever. Living, this would be, living here would be cool <laughs> as shit. Okay. Um, yeah, let's let's find a way to get up as high as we can. We don't need to be at the tippy top, but just a good view. Mm-hmm. Boris, if you if if climbing is not your specialty, or if, if you're if you're a little tired, you can always look out and you know chuck a rock or something. And if we hear that, we'll know to hide and get our get ourselves down. Uh, he draws an arrow in his short bow and says, oh, keep an eye out, right? And he just kind of gets low and just kind of slinks into the into the shadows of the grave. That does not Jesus inspire Horace. a lot of confidence for us. <laughs> okay. Uh, both of you go ahead and make athletics checks to try and scale the outside of this church. Oh, no, you, you as well. 30-20. Okay. 16 roll, <clears throat> and my athletics is 9. 25. Absolutely. Uh, the two of you make your way up this. Actually, it's quite easy to scale the exterior of this church, given uh, the style of construction and design. There are many hand and footholds, and um, even Horace probably could have done this, but the two of you swiftly and quietly make your way up and kind of flank either side of nearing the bell tower, giving you the most clear view of the backside of this uh, manor house. And you can see now that you're, you could see before, but just now that um, you're really taking a look, the manor house sits further back in the lot. So it's actually closer to where you are now. So you have a, a closer view on it from this southern side or northern side, uh, looking at the back side of it. You can see um, it is Gothic in design as well. You can see multiple pointed arches and short towers on either side that um, kind of branch and make up this two-story manor home. You can see um, on the back side, there are on the low side arched stained glass windows. You notice, um, actually, before I get into the, closer detail. Both of you go ahead and make perception checks. 
Can I do this using my spyglass? Yeah, given... No, you can use the spyglass and it'll lower the DC for some of the things, but given it's the broken one, you're not going to have advantage. Yeah. So, uh, perception from both of you or one of you with advantage as you're aiding the other. Kev, you can roll twice if you want. Okay. Ten. Okay. Ten on the first. Two, so you're going to take that ten. It's okay, his perception is really good. Yeah, my perception is <coughs> 14. Oh, Oof. and it's an expert, so probably oh, already wrote 10. So. As the two of you take a couple of moments up top here, Mary, looking through the spyglass and just pointing things out to Hondo and Hondo, just using your keen eyesight on your own, um, you do see the arch stained glass windows along the lower edge um, where the few of them do show up um, are barred and caged. Um, you can see on the on the left side and some along the back um, that they are, they're like these kind of curved cages around them um, that are maybe a couple of inches between the bars. Be very difficult to, to pass through. Um, the f- design and the filigree and the elements to that would make this beautiful in this house are chipped and uncared for. Um, You can see much of the exterior brick of the lower floor is cracked and the wooden upper floors um, painted is kind of falling away. Um, At this side, the north side, uh, you can see on the second floor, there's a wraparound balcony um, that has multiple double door entries. And um, the few windows you can see, the windows, as I say, are kind of caged and barred. Um, but the double doors and those windows are um, obscured sight by heavy curtains inside. You can barely make out points of light kind of coming through the gap between the curtains. But there's a point to obscure sight on all sides here. Um, Hondo, as you guys are up top here, actually, you know what? Maybe it's maybe it's Mary who notices this with the spyglass. Um, on the eastern roof, not on this building, but on the roof to the eastern side, um, Mary, as you're kind of passing over with the spyglass, you just catch the glint of something catching light on the roof to the east. Is that the direction we came from? Nope, you came from the south. I would also say, as part of Hondo's perception, sorry, Mary, um, there's the main structure. There's also a smaller outbuilding on the southern side, kind of closer to the the gate on this side. And there is this kind of wrought iron pointed fence that that surrounds the entirety um, of the grounds. that is tall, scalable, but the tips are pointed and somewhat serrated. Um, but the back of the house to the edge of this gate is about 60 feet. So not particularly far. 
Is is there any in that where we're looking at at least from this side? Um, doesn't look like there's any like cellar entrance or anything like that. Like sometimes there's on these old houses. On this side, you don't see any. No. Okay. Just trying to think if I was hiding a bunch of stuff, a basement. If they have something like that, it might seem like the best place. I will also say it. That's the kind of thing that you'd need to get up close to really look for. Absolutely. Just wasn't sure if I could see it from here. Nothing could it be a sniper? Possibly some kind of someone else keeping an eye out. Um, if I just, I'm, I'll take the next few minutes. I'll radio to everybody um, that there's something shiny up on the east side. Just be careful. Um, I'll count the number of buildings and like let them know which building it is. Mm-hmm. So if they can make sure to eat, at least stay out of sight of that spot and then maybe just spend a couple minutes just watching it to see if it moves or if anything else comes out of it in the in the area i saw the glint mm-hmm. um with this spyglass just go ahead and make a perception check because it does extend your sight a little bit 13 seven so 20, right? It's very difficult to make out. Um, but you know where you saw it and you spend the next couple of minutes just looking and you can see the top of one of these buildings. So like it looks like another kind of manor house. It kind of comes up and on one side it comes up to kind of a, a jagged point where you can see a chimney. And on the other side, there's another chimney. Um, but in between, there's this kind of flattened area that has almost like a, like a, like a balcony walkout. It's got a little gated, uh, barred um, gate there. And you can just make out the faintest glint of some metal and a figure beneath, like a cloak laying down. Yeah, I think you're right. That might be something we need to take care of before we move yeah. further. Boone is not on an earring, but Hondo could go in and assassinate that guy. What I could do is I will use Whisper to teleport to him, stab him, and then be on my way. Just gotta Come make in. sure, don't let him try to get his hands Reasonable off. Room. The weapon because they're fucking yeah that's loud. true that's so true. how how close would we have to get in order for him to potentially i am a sharpshooter whisper so it's not so much the issue of you being a sharpshooter it's that yeah. the angle of like he's on a roof 20 some odd feet in the air mm-hmm. and where you would have to hit would to, to give you the best angle of attack would put you kind of directly in front of him on the arrival right <clears throat> i mean you do so, have invisibility too but the attack would immediately break what what if i aim above him and then drop onto him <clears throat> you need a point to hit with whisper Is to there create the teleport and no wall it's open him? sky oh, above him. he's at the, um, at the highest point He's on the roof. He's on the, this flat part of this roof. Now, what you could do is aim for the chimney to one side and drop down and make an attack. Um, that could work. 
it's certainly it's certainly in your wheelhouse. It would be a tough shot, but you are a sharpshooter. You could I'll use. Go for it. You could also use um, Mira. I they're going to see a giant super not stealthy. She's so not stealthy. Um, But imagine she's 50 feet. She's 50 feet in the air and Hondo just leaps, trust falls and then falls on this guy. Pretty cool. My other concern, we we are, Kyle has pointed out, there's not like a proper sky because it's like a donut. Mm, Fair. Yeah, you just see the building above. (laughs) Um, I mean, Hondo, I'm not against this. We just got to really make sure this fucking hits. Speaking, I mean, of if you really want to make sure what you're going to do is going to hurt, you just told me you have this fancy-ass fucking poison. Why don't you Mm, put that on, Whisper? I could do that, yeah, yeah. It takes a minute, so just make sure you do it now if you're going to do it. Okay, Okay. I'll do it. To apply it takes a minute, but I think it lasts an hour. Okay. You could also It's only one hit on a person. It's like one successful attack. It only works once. But it's going to make sure that if you hit this guy, it's going to really fucking hurt him. So once I use it, is that it? I'm done? It's done? Yeah. The poison, uh, yeah. One time use. Oh, okay. Injury poison plants. Sometimes they have more than one application in the one container. But I can't remember for these if they're more than one application. Injury poison can be applied to weapons. Creature that takes piercing or slashing from the object code with the poison exposed to its effects. I think it's supposed to be like a single use. I thought it was something where it's like one blade or X arrows or something like that. Like it's, I can't remember, but. I I'm, actually, I think that was just Matt ruling that. Okay. But like it does say ammunition. Um, I mean, regardless, you can use it on this guy. Yeah, yeah great. for sure. So, like, so it apply it. it takes a second to apply, but I'm gonna say yeah, it lasts for like an hour before like it would kind of just like evaporate off and it would be less potent. Um, but on your first hit, like it goes into the bloodstream, you pull away and it will be, it'll be gone. So on the first official strike, now it's not gonna go away just because you miss an attack or whatever. He's gonna get hit by it, but there's a save involved. Um, so. You are going to aim, whisper, for the chimney to the left, we'll say, mm-hmm. and just drop down on him? Yep. Okay, so first things first, uh, you are a ways away from this point. You have to kind of skirt your way around to a place that you can get close. So go ahead and make another stealth check. And Mary, okay. are you staying here? Are you going along? What are you doing? Let's I want to get Thanks somewhere I can get a half-decent view. Oof. You have advantage. You also prep your bow, Mary. Yeah, I'll have. Uh, that's true. I do have like a ridiculous range on my bow if I need to. So I'll um, so much better. I'll have that ready just in case. Ooh, yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll try to get somewhere where I can see potentially his just a better view of the weapon or potentially his hands. Okay. From here, now that you have an idea, um, you have a line of sight on him but not in your close range. Okay, that's fine. So it would be your long range. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's it's an in case of emergency more than anything else. For sure. Okay. Uh, Honda rolls a fuckload in his stealth. (laughs) He got 19 for his second roll in case he knows (laughs) something. Disappearing into shadow, Honda, you make your way down 
the chapel once more and into the shadows of just kind of like hopping over the fences between these different homes and just sprinting in the shadows, holding, jumping, sprinting, and you make your way to the base of the house and you kind of always are keeping your eye as you're moving on where you know you, Mary pointed out that glint. You're kind of coming around and you can see the, now you can see the eastern side of the manor house that you guys are, are the Darkwood Manor that you're surrounding. And you can see on both upper and lower sides, there are long uh, sections of like bay windows. Even at this distance, you can tell they are gated, they're barred uh, in the same way as all the other windows. But um, there are, in the lower side, they're fully covered by curtains. But in the upper left, you can see there's a gap by about a foot that you can see inside. You can see the crackle of like candlelight. You can just make out on the upper left side, um, there is somebody inside, um, or at least light. But you make your way to the base in the shadows, angling up. You can't see the figure, you can't see the, the person, but you can see the house that they're on top of. And there's no light inside. There's no obvious sign of anyone living within. It's difficult to tell if it's abandoned or just it's late in the evening. But go ahead and make your, it's gonna be an attack against basically the stone of uh, the cement of the chimney. 18? Yeah. With Whisper, 100%. Plus 14, I think. Honda, you line your shot, you wait, you throw. And you can feel uh, the connection hit, and instantly you just become shadow and just reappear, kind of for a moment, perched with like your feet on the the chimney, your hand perched in like this full crouch position, and in that like bullet time moment, you look down. From the, you can see the space you were just standing. You can see the manor now to your right, and you can see this um, kind of splayed out dark cloak or just blanket, this just black cloth over top of a very clear shape of a humanoid like laying down on their stomach. You can make out uh, an extended metallic barrel pointed in the direction of the manor house, uh, but given the speed you can make up no further detail however you are going to make a strike against this person yes okay go ahead and make your attack roll uh, at advantage so first roll a nine okay second roll a 19. okay <clears throat> you definitely hit go ahead and roll uh it's We'll roll this poison separately because there's a save involved. So go ahead and roll your sneak attack and your dagger damage now. All right. So it's 66 or sneak. One, two, six. And then I get one D4 and then another two D4. So it's two. All right. Also add before because I just rolled the save and he failed. Go ahead and roll an additional 7D6. This is going to be painful. Another 7D6, did you say? Whoa. Jesus One, uh, when two. I see him try to jump to attack, if I see the figure move or try to look up at him, um, could I just try to get a shot in like 
I know it'll be a disadvantage, but may as well try for like the wrist or hand and try to do a disarming just so it doesn't like reaction pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. You are, you can hold your attack. Yeah. Right now you're just kind of holding. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Total is oh. 46. 46 plus. points. Plus, plus uh, modifiers. Eight. Plus pain. 54. 46 and 8 is 54. You, as I said, you're perched like Nightcrawler style up on the edge of the chimney and just twist and drop, spin the dagger with both hands and drop down right at the base of like the skull where it should be uh, shrouded by blanket. You can't tell exactly, um, but you feel the blades sink in and you feel the poison just kind of seep away and you can almost smell that poison, like this kind of weird burning sensation as it like burns away the edge of the skin where the blade goes in. You hear the, this surprised like grunt and, and yelp of pain of a figure struck uh, and who begins to kind of bring his arm up around to where you have stabbed and it's going to roll away. He is not dead yet. That did not instantly kill. Mary, you do see that he is not dead. Mm. You could release your attack. Um, But Hondo is still not quite done his move. Uh, If Hondo, you with your bonus action technically. Yeah, let him use his bonus action. I'll do crossbite. My My concern was specifically more about keeping his hands from automatically like pulling the trigger out of a reaction. So if that doesn't look like it's going to happen. If, <clears throat> if he's not dead after this, it certainly could look like that. So I'll look to you next. Okay. Can I use the Dragon Slayer Longsword as a bonus? Uh, it is not a light weapon. So oh, okay. it has to frostbite be has to frostbite. So, so I roll. It's just straight roll, no advantage. Ooh. With frostbite total of? Uh, that will be a total of 13. Yeah. As you pull Whisper back out and he kind of begins to turn over onto his back uh, and you just bring Whis- uh, frostbite down to strike, uh, still kind of like grabbing up and like losing a lot of blood, just rolls out of the way and your blade stabs into the roof, into the wood, uh, and he just tucks out of the way. Mary, you can see... The gun is still in his one hand as he rolls, and he's kind of bringing it up slowly in Hondo's direction as you can take your shot at disadvantage. Okay. 18 for the first one, and 11 for the second one, plus 12, so 23. Yeah, absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. It's a, it's a strength save. For... Mm, 12. It's going to make it six, ten, sixteen points of damage. Okay. Um, and I'm fairly sure that that doesn't save. But let me just double check. It doesn't, and it doesn't matter because as he oh, turns with the, like, you know, just with one hand on the rifle, no, not his other hand, his other hand is up on his neck. So he's just trying to, like, loosely point in Hunter's direction and hope for the best. Your arrow pierces through his hand and like blocks where the trigger would be uh, like one of the fingers goes flying off uh, as it cuts through and in that like in that hand and like 
at the blood he's already lost, the shock, he just falls and the, and the rifle just kind of clatters to the side. And you can see Hondo, this figure is definitely dead. Silent. I'll go on, the, go on the earring. That guy was a bad guy, right? Well, you coin? immediately <laughs> see crimson coin like colors and armor. Yeah, I think so, but to be honest, it doesn't matter now. He's dead. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, that's <laughs> creepy. Okay. Um, well, it's good to know. He took out a spotter. Do I look? Do I see any other rooftops that are flat like that? That maybe they would have another spotter on. There are several, um, kind of on all sides. But you, uh, you are no longer at range to see the south side, um, right? And you just happened to pick that up given your uh, high perception role and that Han, like you were kind of in tandem with Hanna and that you had the spyglass gave mm-hmm. you that additional distance to see east. I'll go on the earring to everybody else. Say, um, okay, uh, our problem's been dealt with. Uh, has, has there been any movement on your end? Anyone walking around, coming or going? Here, we will transition backwards in time to the other team of Boone, Alana, and Gord. Um, did you guys want to stay in the kind of alley spot in the southeast corner, or did you want to try and get a, a perception on the south wall or on the on the southern roofs or anything like that? Boone knows his strengths, so he would not want to move because okay. he's too worried about clanking around in this huge armor. Alana Gord, what do you guys think? Yeah, my perception is not great, so I'll do the same <laughs> if Gord wants to. Gord's going to is good. Melt in the shadows again. <laughs> Gord would be invisible here, no problem. Are you guys just holding holding the spot, Gord? What do you say? Boone will be telling a story, just like quietly to pass the time. Okay. If there's nothing from you guys, um, you don't see any activity. Uh, immediately around you, however, one of you or both uh, two people of, you, of your group could make perception checks just while you're holding your line here. Or one of you with advantage, sorry. For all you do it. Which check, sorry? Perception, please. Just to see what advantage. you guys can see from this spot. I don't have any music. What happened to my music? Oh, 18. Okay. Alright, I see you. Right. Not bad. 18 is great. Um, as you guys are just kind of holding this spot here. Um, <clears throat> As you guys are waiting here and waiting and you're, you're hearing some of the response from, from Mary and Hondo. And as Mary kind of prompts to say, um, they've dealt with someone on top of a roof. They've dealt with a a, a sniper. Um, From this position, you don't have good sight lines on the exterior roofs. And you don't have a great sight line on the main floor of the manor. You're at the southern edge and the, the kind of garden that should be leading up to from the edge of the southern an eastern um, gate to the actual manor house extends about 120 feet, maybe even further. So it's it's at a pretty decent visual range to really see any sight onto the manor house itself from just from where you are here. However, 
the two stories of the manor, you can see a decent sight lines along the second story. Um, Elena, on this edge, you can see on the southeastern corner of the manor house, there's a bay window on the second floor. Um, and you can just see a little glint of candlelight and you see something shifting kind of back and forth around again, like not in, in a particular order, just as there's something moved in front of light, in front of fire or candle. So there's some movement up in this upper right corner. Um, and as you're just waiting and Boone's just kind of quietly talking, Gordon has disappeared into shadow. You do see this faint shift and then a glimmer catching the light, like a pocket mirror catches the light, like a three little catches of light on this upper right room, southeastern room on the second floor. Um, you do notice the chimney, there's a, there's a fireplace and a chimney that runs up the eastern wall from where your sight lines are. Um, you can't see the anything around the back and on the second floor, you can see a, um, the same bay window on the southwestern window, um, like mirrored on either side, but there is no light coming from that side. It's pitch black on the southwestern side, but you do see what looks like a signal from the southeastern window on the second floor. So, uh, how did you, sneaky folk, are they, are you guys still a ways away, by the way? Because I do not have an earring to try and talk to you. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think you guys have returned just yet, given the time. You would have, I think after all this, you would have just heard my message of, hey, we just. He doesn't have an earring. No, everyone else would have just heard. Yeah. Hey, we just dealt with that fucker. Um, yeah. have, have you guys seen anything, essentially, is what I asked. This is just about the time, Allie, you see that flicker. Uh, it looks like there's a flicker on the one side of the building, the south side, um, southeastern, but not on the other side. It's like a flicker. Like natural, like, like a candle or like a... Something yeah, like just like... Just three catches of light going like that. Maybe well. Could be a candle, but it looks like someone might be in there. What's across from that window? Asking you guys. You guys look just down the street. You see more homes and buildings and manor houses. You think maybe. If I can communicate through Raleigh, little like uh, telephone game here. Do you think maybe y'all could sneak in on that balcony that you were talking about on the north side, the double doors? We can try. I'm a little worried about what we might find in there. Um, well, at least you could get there and then we could try and sneak up close. Is there a way to get up on the side of the balcony so that we're not seen by that window? Uh, by the window that Allie's talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on the other side of the building. The window she's talking about is the southeastern corner. The balcony is on the northern back. Oh, I, I see. Okay. I was hoping, I thought 
there might be a second balcony on that side, but it does um, not appear to be. There's a, there's a little kind of curve where it comes down around the the north eastern corner, uh, but it's not. It's on the backside instead of alley seeing the front side. Okay. Um, I don't. The problem is I don't want to bust in there with only two folks. If there's something else, we saw candlelight coming through. Like some someone's there on our side. Um, not necessarily specifically trying to send a message through. That's what concerns me is what, who's seen that and why. Um, there are no guards that we've seen. There's no patrol. Are you seen? Okay. Um, I mean, we can at least try to get on the inside of the fence, look around and see where foot traffic goes to and from. If, if they're using the front door or not. You're muted. Yeah, do that and then we can follow up behind you. All right. Um, we'll go in by the side where like, where that sniper would have seen because they'd assume someone has eyes on that side. So I'd okay. imagine there's not like a second set of eyes on the same side. Um, you do notice that there are no gates through the iron gate. There's no entryways on, you haven't seen any on the east, north and west sides. You did notice there was one on the south side where the rest of the group is, but there's no entryway otherwise. So you will need to scale the, the iron gate or otherwise find your way through. Uh, I mean, Hondo can potentially teleport himself. I can probably try to climb. I can use the uh, immovable rod as like an extra handhold if I need to. Maybe because you said it's super pointy. So maybe if I can get myself up on the one side, stick my arm through and kind of click the immovable rod so I have a way to leverage myself up over without getting stabbed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Horace is just going to have to follow your lead. Yeah. I mean, he can use the same thing if he wants. And I won't take it down on him. Okay. So Hondo, Mary, and Horace are going to try and make your way up to the up to the house on the west wall. Yeah, just to try to see, get a look at the grounds and potentially any other points of entry. Both of you, Penhorus, make a stealth check for me. As you get, uh, actually, sorry, start with the athletics check, unless, Honda, you're going to teleport through. Yeah, I'll teleport through. <laughs> Easy enough for you to just throw a whisper through. It's a, it's a normal iron gate, and you can throw a whisper through. Uh, lands into the dirt and whew, you appear on the other side. Uh, My flutter checks have not been great today. <laughs> 15 total. Bad for me. Horus is bad. Horus is what are we doing? What are we doing here? He's got a surprisingly decent uh, add to this, but it's not not good with, a, <laughs> with an 8. Horus. What did you roll? Fifteen. Fifteen? Fifteen's enough. Um, <clears throat> it's not pretty, uh, and you're, you're a little, like, you slip a couple of times, and it's just not quite as cool looking as you should be, uh, but you're able to get up and over, and with, with the uh, immovable rod at the top, making things a little easier. Uh, the two of you go ahead and make stealth checks. Horace is going to have to make his a disadvantage, given his poor scaling of the wall 
Bloody boy, Horace. The two of you go ahead and make your stealth checks. That was also bad. That was horrible. Guys. And then. There's only a 15 again. Probably not even hanging back. You guys are supposed to be good at this shit. I mean, Kevin's is going to be a million. <laughs> 1,000. <clears throat> uh, sorry, Kev, what was your stuff? 13 yeah. and Plus 14. 17. No, 17, sorry. Yeah, 30 for Kev. Uh, it was a 15 for Mary. And a yep. nine for Horace. Oh, Horace. Yeah. <laughs> Should have left you behind. Yeah. Uh, I think he'd be good at this stuff. I never led you to believe that. <laughs> I just thought he'd be a sneaky rogue. Fuck me. Uh, you guys get to the edge of the wall. <laughs> Hondo first. Um, and... You know both Mary and Horace weren't particularly quiet, Hondo. As you're standing at the <laughs> wall and you're silent as the grave. As they approached, it was it wasn't good. If anyone was really paying attention, they heard, and it took Horace way too fucking long. So if anyone had good eyes on, it doesn't look good. However, nothing immediately happens. Alarms don't start blaring. Nobody starts shooting. Uh, but you just, you don't feel good about that one. Uh, however, as you guys stand on the western side, uh, you are kind of in between two of the bay windows. They kind of come out on either side of you. Um, but you can see that there are dark curtains covering the interior immediately. Like just as you kind of quickly, just quickly look up, there are dark curtains immediately obscuring sight. What are you guys doing? First, can I look at um, between, like on my way between the fence and the wall, try to look to see if there's regular foot traffic through here. Is it overgrown with weeds? Is it like, looks like maybe someone regularly patrols or like walks around the side of the building? Yeah, go ahead and make a survival check. <laughs> no, natural one. Uh, honestly, it's I'm very distracted by how fucking loud Horace is and infiltration game gang, not not great. It's too difficult to make out because the there's no weather here. Like there's no rain to create mud. There's no real anything to really like alter the topography that you could make out easy to spot things. It's just dry, dead underbrush and grass that's yellow and uh, dirt, but it's just scuffed and there's really honestly no way to tell if anything has passed through here recently. Barely even you guys are making obvious signs. Um, so unfortunately, yeah, there's really no way to tell if it's consistent patrols. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'll quietly radio back to Atlanta say any more of those flashes you made another perception check if you like have we heard have we heard them like no. is it that bad okay we're like no. around the other side no. it's not oh, not great seven Oof. hasn't looked like it 
Um, it's it seems like it's been, you you can still make out the faint kind of like candlelight through the gap in in what looks like curtains, um, but you haven't seen any other kind of like active doing anything. Are there any uh, basement windows around this side or grates or anything? Uh, you can go ahead and make an investigation check as you kind of begin scoping it out. Sorry, Oliver has learned how to take the grate out of the uh, floor. Uh, I was wondering what like the HVAC I thing I was hearing. Yeah, no, he keeps pulling it out with his claws and then trying to get into the actual vent because yeah. he's an asshole. Christ. Investigation? Yes, please. 28. Okay. Along the western side, um, as you're just quickly trying to gauge everything you can tell for about this space, uh, you see no basement anything on the western wall. Uh, the, but you can quickly just ascertain as you're quickly looking around. Um, the windows here are barred and caged, so like trying to get in through a window is going to be incredibly difficult. You do notice the upper floor. You can see where the lower floor, the first layer of this, uh, the first floor of this house, is is brick and stone, and the second layer is is more like a wood um, construction. Uh, you can see where the connections around the the cages and barriers around the windows on the second floor are weaker. You can see that there's rot and, and it's not been well maintained. They would be easier to work through should you be interested. Um, as you're making your way a little closer and looking around the, the north side, kind of back on the other side, closer to the chapel, looking more for um, signs of a cellar, you do see what looks like um, a space where one would be and you can see like an open almost like a stairway that goes down and quickly as you just quietly make your way close to it um you can see there is a, a, a stairway there's nothing covering it but there is a wall where it has been bricked and closed off uh i know i'm like way too close for this to well no because the focus probably wouldn't even work trying to make sure that it's actually closed off and not an illusion um you can push on it okay sure you quickly quietly brush over hop down the stairs uh solid okay. solid wall gives me an answer there um um What's your passive? Yeah, your all your passives are stupid. All of my passives are over twenty. You passive didn't notice it bonkers <laughs> until you touched the wall. But when you touched the wall, it was solid. But you could just faintly see. After all your experience as an adventurer, you're not magic at all. You can detect the signs in the feel of magic. And as you touch the wall, the wall is indeed solid, but you could feel this faint tingle of magic as you like put your hand to it. You pull it away. It's not that the wall felt magic, but there was something around. You could feel that like, unfortunately, this is not your strong suit. 
No, it's not. If I go all, if I make my way back to Hondo, mm-hmm. uh, can I le- let my hand run along the wall, the rest of the walls, and see if there's the same tingle elsewhere? Uh, yes. This time, it's going to be just roll me an Arcana check, but oh, it's going to be okay. a, a, an adjusted DC. Hey, I rolled above a ten on the dice. That's good. Better improvement. Fifteen total. Okay, yeah, perfect. Um, you feel as you're just kind of roaming your hand along the. As soon as you leave that wall, it's gone. And then when your hand gets close to the window, you feel it again. As you come around the corner and come back to where Hondo and Horus are, you feel that same thing around the window. And then it's gone as soon as you come to the other side of the window and you're back to just wall. And you reach out to the window closer to the, the southern side and you can feel that tingle again. Someone's set this place up so that it can't get broken into, or if it does, maybe someone might know. Um, okay. You have to figure out how to get everyone else in here quietly. The quietly part is the part I'm concerned about. Um, is there any sign of foot traffic while you're out there? Like of anyone coming and going from a door or anything like that? You guys haven't seen anything from where you are, and Mary has not rolled a good enough survival okay. to detect if there were anybody moving. Um, at this point, you guys just don't have a good vantage point in your positioning to get a good look. Um, well, I mean, if you if you want to weigh in, if you make the long way around to the side we were just on, we hope we took out their one eye on that side. We can't know for sure. Unless you have another way of getting in quietly. I don't know what Gord has up his sleeve. I ain't very quiet. But I am getting itchy. I feel like we should just try and get close to them so we can all be as a group. Maybe avoid Miss Brawley where you saw that light coming from, that flicker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Boone, Alana, and Gorg, where do you guys want to go? Towards that north side, like maybe like skirt around this like manor, like basically the same the same path these guys took to go up and around, and then just kind of loop around this way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It'll take a couple of minutes, but go ahead and all three of you make stealth checks, please. Okay, do it. Yes, four. Oof. Are you at disadvantage? Twenty-three. Nice. I think I took the armor where you don't have disadvantage. I don't have a D next to him now. Uh, yeah, as long as it doesn't have a D, you're good. Anyone. Okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, the the group check saved by the uh, the other two. I immediately fall over myself and start walking. Clang, clang, clang. You're, you're relatively quiet. It's just every now and again, there is just that sound of, of metal that is in this otherwise entirely quiet neighborhood it kind of echoes off and you just, every time it happens, you cringe a little as the other two of you are, are very quiet. Gord, especially just like moving cat-like quiet with grace. Um, it takes a couple of minutes. Um, it'll be like five minutes to like quietly make your way around. So Hondo, Mary, and Horace, are you guys going to just stand kind of in the open for five minutes? Cause you're just kind of standing against the house. There's you're no in shadow. There's no trees there's no shrubbery anything that was is dead 
So you guys have been quiet and there's a <laughs> shadow right where you are, but it's not I'm, amazing. I'm gonna, I mean, I could pretend to play dead. <laughs> you could lie down. Like maybe yeah. just trying to be less of a target. Yeah. yeah. I'll lie down and just pretend I'm dead. Okay. Hondo just, just kills. Horace just kind of like looks around and is like, play dead is our first move. Is that <laughs> for real? Wait for the other might moves. Be, might be Hondo's. Um, how, sorry, can you remind me these windows that were on either side of? Mm-hmm. How far up do they start? How far up do the windows in the main floor start? Yes, like, is it above my head? Would I have to duck to make sure I get underneath them? Oh, sorry, I see what you're saying. Uh, you would absolutely have to duck. They are big, like, bay windows. So okay. where you're standing, they're starting at, like, waist, maybe even a little above waist but they're full big windows. But you've had to already to like traverse duck underneath them. The one thing that is working in your favor is that- They're curtained. They're heavily curtained. And like, you know, one of the disadvantages to not letting anyone see in also means you don't see out. Yeah. So for um, now, nobody's seen you. Yeah. That you know of. That we know of. We also weren't particularly quiet. In knowing um, that Boone's not that stealthy, just when I'm walking, I think he'll take the gun out from the guy who had it from the body or whatever, and mm-hmm. he'll have the cloak out, and he'll just almost be trying to walk, like, sure, stealthily, but more, like, trying to to have the silhouette of, like, a coin, you know? Just trying to, like, have the gun out, be recognizable, just be walking like that. Pretending to, like, do the rounds, check things out. For sure. I like that. Uh... Just go ahead and roll me a performance or deception, your choice. They're both the same. Let's do performance. It's funnier. 19, 16 on the dice. Okay. Um, yeah, you've seen you've seen them plenty in the city, and you know the demeanor, you know the swagger, you know these fucking dickheads. <laughs> um, so you kind of pull away from Brawley and Gord. Yeah, exactly. Just, just give them space, um, but not make it obvious that you're following them um, and continue being yeah, as quiet as possible so not to draw mm-hmm. attention but if someone were to look you just kind of look like yeah exactly like a crimson coin member um, just looking around so it will slow you a little bit further from the rest yep. of the group but if uh, shit goes awry it looks a little better um, it's still going to be another couple of minutes before they meet up so Hondo, Mary and Horace is there anything you guys want to do? Sucks on the yard your fog today. I could, um, I mean, we can't, I could put a wall of water that's a protection. That is a giant wall of water. (laughs) If we're trying to be stealthy, isn't necessarily going to be our friend. Could we Um, get a projectile start coming in, but maybe not now. Um, hmm. You just don't have to. I'm just more asking. Yeah, you can just show. No, I'm I'm going to try to. this is where having a tarnished shitty spyglass actually comes in handy. It's not going to catch light or glint too much. Um, I'm going to try to just use it to um, look at any other windows across from us or any other. Across in what direction? Well, we're on the side of a house. So maybe I'll do it in the, in the direction these guys are coming from just to make sure. Good idea. To look south. the area, the, the, if they're going to be coming around the corner, just make sure there's like not eyes or whatever following them. Oh, look north again. Yeah, they're coming around coming from. the north and coming back down. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, go ahead and make perception. Oh. Yeah. Perception checks have not been good today. Fourteen. Um, as you pull out the spyglass and just get low and try and keep eye, the next two minutes pass and you don't see any sign of anybody until you see um, Brawley and Gord just like right coming into into frame um, as they're about to like cross over the gate here. I need Brawley and Gord to go ahead and make athletics checks Don't or if you have other ways to cross the gate. Uh, and Boone, I'll get you to do yours now as well. Manali's mm-hmm. a badass. She can just haul herself over that thing. Ooh, 23. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I must have Valentine. <laughs> nice. 25. Yep, not an issue. Score athletics. Well, still enough. It's not a super challenging uh, thing to do. Um, but uh, you make your way onto the other side. All of you together, um, continuing your stealth checks, you would meet up basically in the northwestern corner, the back northwestern corner of this house. So everybody would start to converge. Um, as the three of you are coming in from the north, Gord is the most perceptive. So Gord, go ahead and throw me just a perception check as you're making your way across the northern, the backyard. 26. Great. Okay. 26. With a 26. Gorge, you're coming in. You can see that there is that outbuilding kind of in the backyard that these guys had noticed earlier, but got focused on the on the sniper, which was more important. Um, this outbuilding um, sits about, it, it sits on the northeastern side of the building, so the opposite side of where you guys are at. It's maybe 20 feet square. Um, it's not particularly big. It has only one window that you can see looks boarded up or something. Um, but it faces directly towards the back north side of the main floor where you can see there's a door um, and, a, and a window as well. Um, the This window back here is not shrouded by curtain or anything, which is a little different than any every other window here. Um, and you can see there's some movement in that room. Um, and as you're just as you're kind of coming up to the other side, you see that back door open and a figure like in shadow, it's too difficult to really make out at a distance, even though you're very perceptive. Just a figure makes their way out, walking out, carrying something headed towards that outbuilding. Just as you tuck into the corner away from sight with the rest of you. So he was able to, oh, so we had already made it past. We're, we're okay. You guys are all caught up, but Gord, just as he was kind of looking, um, I'd say, yeah, you don't see anything on the upper level, but you catch that someone is just exited the northeastern uh, room, whatever that is, uh, out into the backyard towards that outbuilding. How far away are they from where we are now? Uh, you guys are just around the corner on the northwestern side, so it's I don't know, roughly 100 feet-ish. Okay. 
could we try and poke our head around and watch them move towards that outhouse? Like, just track mm-hmm. them through it? Uh, as everyone just kind of pulls back and, and Gord leading the charge is the one who first spotted it. You take cover and shelter, but then you just kind of peer back out. Um, go ahead and make another perception check, Gord. And you can give it with advantage as Boone is aiding. Or Boone, you can make your own. No, Gord, do it. Gord, you do it. 30. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, you see a clear sign now as your eyes have adjusted and you take a, you know, you're, you're in a, a solid position now that you're not running and, and trying to see this as you're going. You take a knee and you look and you watch at this distance, even in the darkness. Um, this figure looks humanoid, um, dressed in kind of semi-tattered um, like suit coat and a tailed jacket um, and uh, pants uh, all dark, but like moth eaten and tattered and um, they're carrying something. You don't quite get a great look. They look smallish, like maybe five feet. Um, and they make their way to the this outbuilding um, and just set whatever down outside in front of the outbuilding. You can see there are other kind of like piles of things and then just turn almost robotically, turn back and begin making their way inside. With a 30, as they turn uh, and, and go back towards the house, you notice that they are not just five feet tall, should be another foot on top of that they are missing a head cut off at the neck and just headlessly walking back towards the house okay uh when they're clear i kind of want to know what they dropped off so could we just track them as they move towards the house yeah it's not a far walk it's maybe 20 feet from outbuilding to this back door and you guys wait the door shuts and you hear the latch of a door closing it's a open terrain to run to the outbuilding but if you want to go check it out listen to the spookiest fucking music i'm listening to um who's the stealthiest of us could you read that? Oh, three of you. I was going to say. Well, you're all together with these there. guys as well. Yes, you are. You're all together. Oh, okay. great. You all like this happened as you guys came into the northeastern, northwestern corner where Hondo, Mary, and Horace have been kind of waiting. So now all six are regrouped. We should figure out what the hell that thing dropped off. That was fucking great. Yeah, I don't think it had a head. How would it function? Maybe our plan to be spooky has flipped on us in that, and the manor's gonna be spooky to us. We were gonna spook them, but they're spooking us. They're trying to. An automaton? Hondo, Hondo, go. Mr. Blue, check that out. Let's see what, whatever thing it was dropping off by that outhouse. Why do I have to do it? I don't fucking go do it. I go do it. Very fucking quiet. I go do it. I go do it. Okay. Uh, are you doing it stealthily? Yes. Go ahead and roll stealth. 
Five. Uh, this yeah, is why Hondo goes in there. I just start walking. You just start walking. <laughs> and like, you can all kind of hear the shifting of, it's not crunch, like crunch, clang, clang, crunch, clang, crunch. but it is, it's, it's surprisingly loud. Uh, the dirt and like the hard ground <laughs> under metal boot. It's not a, it's not a silent thing. And you're trying to do it kind of quickly just to like scurry over. Um, and you do. And as you kind of come around, you kind of look towards the house, the, this room that the creature thing came out of, uh, the window is open and you can just faintly see dark inside. There's no light, um, but you can just see the shadow of something move past the window and out of sight. Mm-hmm. And you quickly just rush over <laughs> and look and uh, you just find like, it's just like a pile of like rubbish. There's just like like cigarette and tobacco ash in like a, and a it's garbage it's garbage you've you've old food um there are like empty bottles like this servant took out the trash and is this out is this outhouse like a, a not an outhouse waste? like an outbuilding like just a secondary okay. building it's okay. like 20 feet by 20 feet like um, a shed or a garage yeah can i see if there's a door like it, where it put this is there a door near here any sort of for sure. Uh, just make a perception check. There is immediately a door right in front of you. But make a perception check for me. Or investigation of your choice. I already hit perception. So that I'll let you reroll it if you wanted to shift to perception. No, that's okay. It's seven. Okay. Door's right there. Uh, you noticed a window on the other side, but it was boarded. Okay. Um, go to the door. Don't open it fully, but I kind of want to try the handle. I want to basically just try and see if it's locked. Let me see. If it's locked. I don't remember if it's locked. Let me see how you die. (laughs) The door knob turns and it shifts a little. It's unlocked. But as you push it in, you can feel like a a barricade, a barrier. You know, maybe just maybe it's bored on the inside. Something is barring. But the door itself is unlocked. You know it could be pushed, could be locked. Yeah, so I un unopen it, just like take my hand off it, mm-hmm. and then I start to walk back, trying to be stealthy, but carrying my same stealth. Once more, you see a shadow come and pause at the window, but you can't make out because there's no light inside, and it just kind of stands in the window, unmoving. How far am I from that window? 15, 20 feet. Great. I cast Divine Sense. Okay. Uh, you Does it go through barriers? It's, uh, you can sense anything affected by the hollow spell or no location of celestial being undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Uh, I mean, it's it's weird because it's like technically total cover because it's there's a wall and a window. <laughs> the window is see-through. Um, <laughs> you get a faint undead. Gotcha. A little shimmering. Yeah. Um, your sense also pings more something in that house. You don't, because there's multiple walls and things, like there's a, there's a whole ass house there, um, but there is a strong otherworldly presence sure. in amongst the house. I'll just walk back to my friends. Um, sit down next to them. 
it was just trash. Uh, but I have an ability to kind of sense undead, all sorts of spookies, and there's definitely spookies in that house. Should we blow it up? Well, I think eventually, yeah, but there could be some cool shit in there. That's it. Uh, one of the undead things definitely like clocked me as I walked back. But it might be the guy without a head, so he might not have seen me that good. Head? How tall was it? <clears throat> Listen, are we doing this thing or what? Are we just gonna sit outside this fucking house or we're we gonna fucking break in yeah, every goddamn second? I could I could disguise myself as an undead and break in. I could fucking make you undead. This is getting infuriating. Let's just like go up to this house and get inside. Alright, let's do it. And I run No wait. wait. Don't <laughs> run. The whole point was to do this quietly. Which door sorry, can you remind me where they went in to that outbuilding? What's what side? We are on the east, the north east you're on side the, now? You're on the west side. Okay. You killed the sniper on a west yeah. building on the opposite side of the street on, a, on the rooftop. You guys have been beneath and kind of around these shadowed bay windows on the lower west side of this structure. You came from the southeast, then you looped all the way up around the east to the north and are now all together in the northwestern corner of this building just at the, at the base. Um, on the northeastern corner, on the backside, is where this all just happened, that Boone saw this door and this figure in the outhouse, the outbuilding. Um, obviously, the main doors are on the south side of the building. And that's all you've seen thus far. Oh, the, the, the window that Alana saw is basically the exact opposite corner of where you're standing now on the second floor. So let's go to that door that the servant came out of. I heard it lock, but oh, no, I'm sure you could pick it. We can try and go in stealthily. Sure. Another option is the second floor. There's the, there's bars on the walls, but the windows, but I just don't know how good I could climb up it. I'll be honest with you. I'm pretty loud. Um. I mean, we can get a. I can put a permanent foothold with the um rod we have a carpet which isn't loud it's just big it takes a bit to get out um did you see any way in on that balcony like is there a door i'm not talking about the balcony i'm talking about kyle didn't you say there's just second floor windows that are they're kind of on the side on the west side there are two second floor windows on the balcony there are two different entryways um you just haven't investigated to see if they're locked if they're passable they're so far you haven't seen any um light through them they seem at least shrouded by curtains at the very least so there are multiple access points on the second floor you're just not sure what you want to do here okay, okay let's do so balcony take out the car let's do balcony sure if we need to hondo can get himself invisible as well um just to make sure that no one spots uh but I don't disagree that we need to get moving. This is taking a long time. So let's it? just not bust any door down, please. Doors down, please. So who is you guys take out the carpet? Takes a minute. Who's going on the carpet second floor? Carpet can hold four of you if four of you are going, but that's not everybody. Horace, because he can't climb or be quiet worth shit. Okay. Probably Horace. probably in there. Maybe Thompson. probably Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Okay. So the four of you are on the carpet and 
Mary and Honda are going to climb or are doing something else? Uh, I can't throw you guys a, a rope down with your movable rod if you want to do that eventually. Yeah, I guess it yeah, would. Yeah, that could work. Tying a rope around the movable rod so it doesn't have to like pull on any thing that could creak. In the of the air. Kyle, can it just be stationary in the middle of the air? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, let's yep. do that then. Uh, sorry, what's the what to do what? So go on the roof or the balcony? Balcony. Okay, so up to the balcony. I'll make a note of which side I saw light coming from, so I'm not that side. Tie rope around movable rod real tight. Get pretty close to the balcony railing and then just click it like two feet above the railing and let the rope dangle down. Okay, so Hanno and Mary, go ahead and make athletics checks to climb this rope. Check. Athletics. Natural 20? That's my third one on checks that it doesn't waste them on these checks. For. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on a road six, is that an add 10? Uh, so, athletics? Athletics is oh. plus nine, and it's only a proficiency, so that's mm-hmm. okay. A 15 is more than enough to climb a rope. You guys are seasoned adventurers. But Mary does it much better than you. Yeah, yeah Mary, Mary goes up super fast. You go up kind of fast. Um, as you guys leap up onto silently the second floor balcony, I need the two of you who climbed and are now setting foot on the balcony to make stealth checks. Those of you on the carpet, you're not making sound until you do something. Yeah, we're, I think we just chill on. So you're just recovery. sitting yeah. there. There's, you know, there's no way to hide. So there's no stealth involved, but you're not making any sound. So Honda, Mary, stealth, please. Could I try and move us? You could tell me how this balcony works, but could I try and hover us closer into the balcony, like closer to the doors, just to try and give us cover from the side of the house in case anyone's looking? Mm-hmm. And stealth from these kids, right? Yep. So Honda roll stealth. Yep. And it's uh, 16? 15. Plus a million? Yeah. Plus 17. Mary? Roll <laughs> 21. Okay. Nice. Low for you, to be honest, but thanks. So, you guys come up on this corner here. Let's see. Change where I'm at. Okay. Mary, um, Honda's boots silence his movement as soon as he like leaps up over behind you. But your initial like setting foot um, on the balcony, you can see there is just unbeknownst to you and you didn't really look immediately as you were climbing the rope. You notice it just a little too late is, is really what happened. There are some broken glass just at, on the on the base where like a, a bottle was smashed. And just as you come over the edge, your foot just doesn't like, you just hit a piece and it just, and it just like skitters across what is like kind of a, a tiled stone. And it just makes 
just a little bit of a sound. All of you hear. It's not loud, but it's just a sound. And I now need everyone on the carpet to make stealth at disadvantage. At disadvantage? You're just kind of in the open. You've got it. Hondo and Mary have uh, an ability to kind of use their surroundings. Ooh, natural 20. But it's only 21. 20. Disadvantage. Fuck. Fuck. Eight. Eight, 20. Nine. Nine. (laughs) Horus. Horus. As a natural one for Horus. Oh. This is bad. Listen, this isn't the stealth team. We're not a stealth party. So this is how we're going to play it because Mary and Hondo, as you guys are on the balcony and you hear that sound, both of you instinctively know time to take cover. Just just to get low because immediately on about five feet in front of you, there's a door. There's a double door that is closed and you can't see inside of it. Um, And making sound right by a door, you're trying to be stealthy. So the two of you just like tuck up against the walls and just hold your your breath, hold your position. There's no windows along the wall here. But you watch as basically like, almost like a little like peephole, open like a little slotty, opens up in the one door. There's clearly been added to this door that didn't have it before. Slides open at the sound. Uh, and you can faintly see like candlelight kind of spilling out and and those of you on the carpet rolled very poorly. <laughs> we and in, instinctively just pull the carpet up just away. And you you can see and almost hear the fuck was that from a voice inside mary and honda you can clearly hear what the fuck was that and you hear another voice just say you're just fucking hearing things man settle down you get so fucking creeped out in here and he says well it's fucking creepy in here i definitely heard something out here help me move these boxes and it closes and you then begin to hear and the sound of heavy things being moved on the opposite side of this door. Mary Hondo and the rest of you, but Mary and Hondo are now directly here. What are you guys doing? Uh, These windows, are they barred as well? There are no windows here. It's just this door. They're just these double doors. Yeah, the windows are on the west wall. The balcony is on the north wall. Um... Can I, I just, my stealth was okay, but it wasn't great. I kind of want to try to peep through the people that like, if there's like a letter slot. Mm-hmm. It's like a little side. To, to try to see what's on the other side, I can like walk with my cloak so that it doesn't look like there's any light. Are we, if I see you moving like that, um, are we like hovering above the door, if you will? I, I, in my head, you just kind of pulled up like 10, 15 feet, just like up to the roof level. Okay. At this point, I was giving these two a chance to kind of do what they want to do on the ground level, as you guys can start quietly just like lowering back. But you can be directly above the door if you want. If I meet your gaze, Mary, um, I can like nod at you for that. And then I'm going to touch my head 
and like the mask is going to start to like flicker on. And then uh, my eyes are going to go a little bit like jady. And I'm going to use Thaumaturgy to cast, you create an instantaneous sound that originates from a point of your choice within range, 30 feet. I'll do it inside the room, closer, like farther in the room, away from the door. And it's going to be ominous whispers. And it's just going to be like, it's just going to like be a bunch of people saying like, get out in like a children's voice, like an old person's voice. Just a bunch of people saying that very softly, but loud enough to be heard. Uh, Hondo and Mary, as you guys are like taking position, deciding what you want to do, Mary, you start kind of creeping up to the edge to like look, and then you catch Boone's eye and through the, the door, in like this somewhat open people that you begin to kind of shift. Um, you begin to hear this creepy <laughs> multiple voices all at once. And immediately you hear the sound of like something falling and shattering like glass or or, or pottery or something. And uh, one, of the, one of these male voices like yells in surprise um, and just like shoves a box and uh, you hear them like just like tripping over things, just like, uh, and the other two are not quite as taken. This, for whatever reason, this figure is is more frightened than the other two. But you can hear one of the more stern voices saying, "Get your fucking ass up, you idiot! What the fuck is going on here?" And they just start kind of like moving about. Mary, do you want to try and look through the people? Yes, please. I'd like to see basically rough number of figures. And if it's an enclosed space where if we could all potentially get in there and fuck people up, mm-hmm. we're not going to just attract a shit ton of attention. Uh, Go ahead okay. and make a perception check. 12 plus 7. So 19. 19. Just faintly through the small area of this people that you're looking through. Uh, immediately beyond, you can just make out what looks like there are a couple of tables and things that are just kind of piled up, like there are open boxes, like crates. You can see kind of like hay spilling out and things like that, packing stuff. You can just see kind of shifting of movement of a couple of male figures, uh, best you can tell, coin members, but it's too difficult to really make out. They're moving quickly and you have a very thin line. Um, The room is uh, kind of an L shape and you can't see the longer L to the right that would run along the west side of the wall. Uh, but immediately it kind of extends to uh, along the east, uh, along the northern wall from this door, maybe another 20 or 30 feet square. Um, it's it's relatively small, maybe 30 feet, it might be even a little much, 20 foot square. And then you're not sure how long the L, the long part of the L is, because you can't quite make that out. Um, you can immediately see though, there's a door that is closed on this close part of this L in this like 20 foot square space where these three figures are kind of like pulling the one who's freaking out and like all this stuff is kind of amassed. But it does seem to be enclosed. Like I said, you can't see down the long part of the L to get a 100% guarantee on that. But best you can tell. Okay, I'll just, without saying anything, um, just hold my heart, arm up so people can see just three fingers on my hand um, for the three figures that are in there, just to show people there's three people. Um, are they facing, they're all facing away from me at this moment? 
yeah, there's no one looking or, at the door right now. Okay. In, in um, this exact moment. Given the thaumaturgy. Yeah. I'll uh, kind of motion for everyone, the, the carpet to come a little lower. Just so everyone's kind of in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Um, did, oh. When I when they, this guy went back in, did it sound like there was a click of a lock? Um, I would say no. Okay. Because they were actively about to come out the door. Right. They were just moving boxes that were in front of it. When I have my hand on the door, does it still have that buzz of magic? Uh, it does. Okay. Um... I'll take out Mage's Bane, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to dispel whatever mm-hmm. it is. Uh, with Mage's Bane in hand, and knowing this sense of magic, whatever it may be, you just touch the tip of the blade to the door, and you use the charge, and instantly you just see this faint dust. This like silver trail, just like dissipating um if uh i know hondo is really good at um, perception so i'm just gonna try to like i'm doing this all with my hands and no one can see me i'm gonna try to like kind of sign like point to my ear and then point in the door and then like shrug like question mark <laughs> uh, Hannah, you can go make perception if you like. Yep. <clears throat> Nine. Okay. Nine. Plus so, your perception, which is probably perception is plus fourteen, and it's an expertise. So twenty-four. Um, as you guys are taking this slowly and carefully, the alarm dispelled. Hondo just quickly, you just kind of listen in uh, and you catch the conversation as the two are just berating the one who was freaking out. He's like, I swear I heard something and there was something outside, something's going on. And they say, well, fuck, go tell the Lieutenant then you fucking idiot, Jesus. And he says, I don't want to get Lieutenant involved in this. Well then get your ass up here and do your work. Let me just check outside. All right, fuck. I immediately lift the carpet up. You don't hear this. Fuck me. <laughs> this is the Hondo is the only one who hears this. Um, and you can hear someone approaching the door. So I'll take cover and I will attack as soon as he comes out. You're okay. going to tell us that's happening? No, I'm not telling you. No time. Got to be quiet. <laughs> Fair enough. Hovering <laughs> with the carpet still then, just watching Hondo move away from the door. That's strange. Hondo curls away from the door and you watch Whisper just kind of appear in hand, ready. Oh, fuck. Uh, Mary, I would say you read that same thing pretty quickly. Uh, and you guys watch as the door opens about a couple of seconds later. And this kind of bewildered, kind of like loosely gray bearded figure pokes his eye out. He's missing an eye and he kind of looks out just sticks his head out as the door the door uh, swings inward 
And so he just pokes his head out into just openness and just turns to look and see both of you and a flying carpet. Uh, <laughs> I need everyone to roll initiative. Um, oh, let's go, baby. Ooh. Let's go. No fucking time. God, Boone, we got to get better dice. Let's switch the dice out for Boone here. 18. Nice. One, two. Oh, that guy's going to be dead immediately. <laughs> How do I switch my dice? This is an emergency. I rolled an eight plus 12, 20. It's actually low for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, and horse. Okay. Twenty-five to twenty. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five. Sorry, I couldn't get off mute. <laughs> uh, and I will give Mary and Hondo held actions uh, before this all starts, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. This does kick things off as what the fuck did Horace roll? That's right. Uh, 20 and 15. 18. 20. Oh, we're missing Allie. Sorry, I was, I was looking away. Um, she just went to the bathroom. I will roll her initiative for her just so we have it. I'll just roll it in DD Beyond. Rolls. And a 20. Gord, what'd you roll? 18. Okay, so Alana. 28. Hunter rolled 28? 20. 20. Uh, So you actually beat Alana because you have a higher dexterity. Hundo. Alana. Gord. Okay, Boone. Seven. All right, Horace actually beats you. Horace and Boone. Okay. Uh, let's switch things over to this here map. Battle cam. Long Get time no see, battle cam. Ready. Whoops. So, this So. You guys on the carpet.
Uh, as. Well, this is just a mess of figures all standing in one space, but this is how it fell apart. Uh, you guys watch this kind of older coin member kind of peer his head out as he pulls the door in. Hondo and Mary, you guys have held attacks. Go ahead with them. Okay. Just one strike apiece on the held attack. Probably we rolled initiative. Guy came out. Uh, he's about to get fucked up by Brawley and Hondo. First, the roll. Mary and Hondo. 17. I rolled a with affliction. First time using it. 31. Uh, both okay. of those hit. Okay. So go ahead and roll damage. Hondo, you definitely have sneak attack. Mary, you definitely have sneak attack. Okay, I rolled a total of uh, where is it? Okay, so 33 Oof. plus 8, 41. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Damn. 23 for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hondo, you just spin with Whisper and stab in into the other eye he still has. Uh, and he lets so out. So mean a horrid scream as Mary just swings affliction and you're not sure if it's part of the blade or you just happen to do it, but you lop his head off in one fell swoop. Uh, the body falls back in and you hear both kind of voices inside saying, what the fuck? Oh shit. Uh, and two voices inside. Mary, you have first initiative as you can now look in and see this guy's dead. There's a guy here. There's a table between there, as you can see, and another table there. The door you can see uh, immediately on the right side. Um, and you can't quite make out what's down this way, but you can kind of see like that angle from here. Okay. Uh, I'll look to Hondo, because he's near me, and I know he's speedy, and say, like, don't let them run. And I'll go for the guy um, towards that doorway. Okay. Like, kind of stand in front of the doorway so he can't get past that way. Yeah, you rush in over the dead body, swords drawn. Yep. First one. Natural 19, almost that natural 20 for the lopping of the head. Not quite. Uh, do you want me to roll all the attacks? Well, I guess we'll see how many points this guy has. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm going to bonus action uh, pull up the shield. Okay. Shield starts like swirling around it. So the first attack. Uh, that's 16. 16 points of damage, okay. 16 points of damage, kind of come in and try to go for his side right away, spin around the side of him. Mm -hmm. Second attack is a 22. 22 hits. That's 15 points of damage. Okay. Third attack. Oops, come on. That definitely hits a 32. No, 31. Yep. Um, and ooh, uh, only 13 points of damage on that one. Okay. As you fly in bonus action, the shield begins kind of like rotating around you and just giving you this aura of protection. And with 
what's your third? Oh no, that, those are just three attacks with affliction. Yeah. Uh, three attacks. You just strike across, across, and, and you watch as he's like trying to pull the pistol out of his uh, holster at his side. You carve deep wounds into his arms that he's trying to like hold just to protect himself and one gash across the stomach. Uh, he is gushing blood, still standing, but not for long. Shit, should have done something a little bit more with that. Um, okay, that's it. So my movement, bonus action, action. Uh, you're gonna end there? Yeah, I want to stay in front of that door so he can't get past me. Uh, okay, it is now his turn. Uh, they rolled actually surprisingly high in initiative mm-hmm. and are both going to go here. Uh, he is going to... Hmm. Yeah, he is hurting and immediately takes over. He's going to try and shove you out of the way. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be a contested... Athletics okay. or acrobatics. I think it's the same as it. No, it's a contested athletics, I think, for a shove. Okay. So go ahead and roll athletics. Mm-hmm. A, uh, oh, wow. 25. Okay, you beat him, but he rolled really well. Good for you, guy. He rolled a 20. <laughs> That's good for I'll him. Have, as he comes, the like shield just kind of pops up over my shoulder and blocks him. Yeah, and he I just... lean my shoulder up against it. He just tries to, to shove, but like he's just bleeding out. And you can see that the strength that was there for that one moment is just kind of fading. Uh, he does pull the pistol with the, his second attack and it's just kind of kind of like feebly shoot at you uh, at close range. It's at disadvantage. Oh, wait, no, actually, he's a gunslinger. It's not. Where's that? Uh, okay. Takes a shot at you, but it's a 16 to hit, which I don't believe hits. Not even close. He just like tries like from the hip to fire, and the shield is is right there, and it just pings off the shield uh, and just falls limp. And you can just see he like tumbles back into a table. (sighs) He just lets out a whistle, like he pulls his other hand up to his uh, his mouth and just whistles. Uh, but doesn't have anything more to do from there. Uh, this guy here is going to run up and slam the door shut. He just slams the door, closes in front of all of you, and he pins himself against it. He pulls the pistol and aims and takes two shots at you, Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is a 14, but the other is a 25. Ooh, yeah, that hits. 25 will do it. Uh, the one gets through the shield and connects and just kind of clips your shoulder for six points of piercing damage and an additional uh, 12 points of poison damage. It just kind of clips into your shoulder, it burns. And you see he's just like pinning himself and holding the door, just like holding it with his full body and weight and just holding the pistol in your direction. Just, you don't know what the fuck you got into here. Uh, you don't know what the fuck you're about to be into, man. <laughs> that ends there. Turns takes us to Hondo. Well, I'm going to pull out Whisper 
and I'm gonna throw it at him, and then I'm gonna teleport, and then I'm gonna. Well, I, yeah, I guess I'm close enough to do a bug. Well, I'll throw it for to start. The door has been slammed shut in front of you, so both doors are closed. So you don't but, see him. There is a mail slot that maybe is daggers. Open Stab it. him in the butt. They're not stabbed the butt. He just shut it on us. Yeah, no, no, I know there's a door, but it's okay. Um, mail slot. Stab the butt. There is a mail slot that is kind of like at eye height. Uh, so you could try and throw a whisper through and teleport through that. That's really cool. Okay. Really cool. Uh, you pull the mail slot and throw your sharpshooter so it doesn't affect you. Uh, the sharp. Oh, let me read real quick. Um, let me try and be fast with this. But I said it ignores three quarters cover. It ignores cover, but it doesn't ignore the your range. Ignore that. Attacking at long range, so you're still at close range, making a ranged attack because you want to. You can stab him through this, um, but if you want to throw to teleport inside, you will have disadvantage on the attack. You know what? I'll take the risk. I'll disadvantage it. Sounds good. You'll probably yeah. still hit, but there is disadvantage. So go ahead, disadvantage, roll, go. So first roll, 14. Okay. Plus Second roll. Plus 14 or 15? 10. Uh, what's the still bonus? A lot. Still uh, and it's plus 14 for Whisper. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, <coughs> it's 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 interesting. You The door is closed, so you, like, you pull open the slot, and you can see this guy with his head down, kind of like holding the door. And he just looks up and you kind of jump and kick off the door to give you just a little bit of space. And you just throw the dagger like right through and it does pierce him in the eye. Go ahead and roll damage. You don't have sneak because you had disadvantage in the attack, but you roll the weapon damage. Uh, so the total comes to 10 plus eight. 18. 18. Okay. Yeah. With 18, it like cuts across his eye, you know, leaves a nice, like deep gash and embeds into the cheek uh, before you pull it back out as you teleport, reappearing in shadow on the other side. Uh, let me write down some math here. Yep. Uh, and he just, oh, fuck, get the fuck in here. Uh, that is your action. And then bonus, I will stab him with frostbite. <laughs> Bring the frostbite up. My roll is a 16. That'll definitely hit. Go ahead and roll frostbite. Uh, which is 1d6 plus 5. Oh, 2d6. 2d6, yeah. You had a cold d6 in there. Uh, 7 plus 5. Okay. 12. All points still standing, uh, but you can see where he's just like leaning his full weight against the the door to bear uh, entry against everyone else. Um, his his wounds are bleeding heavily, and he's still kind of got one hand up to his eyes. His pistol still aimed now, kind of bouncing between you and Mary. Uh, do you want to move anywhere or stay there? Uh, I'm inside now, right? You're inside. You're you're this guy right here on the inside. I want to stay there. You got it. From Honda, we go to Atlanta, Gord on deck. Okay, uh, I'm going to uh, go to um, the guy's closest. So the you can leap off of the 
car, uh, carpet and towards the door, but the door is now blocking the entry here. If you want to make a contested athletics, you can try and kick it in or do something else. Yeah, I'll try and kick it in. Absolutely. Go ahead and make an athletics check against okay. this guy's athletics. Uh, that's a 14. Ooh, I rolled a 14 as well. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Uh, okay, well that technically that counts as like one of your attacks. It's like a big like shoulder charge. Okay. Uh, so you can make a second attack if you want. I'll sure. also point out if you rage, you have advantage on strength-based checks. If you wanted to do that, if you want to save your rage, you don't have to, but you can make a second try. Okay. Um, I'll save it for now. I'll save my for rage for now. Just These a guys second. Don't seem very tough. Absolutely. Um, so I'll do just it again. <laughs> 17 damage. Or sorry, 17 to hit. Okay, let's see. No, that is an eight. Okay. Uh, yeah, on the second one, you, your first one, you slam in and you both just kind of collide. And just like anger, you drive back up and just high kick, boom, you kick the door and you feel it splinter. And this guy gets pushed up onto the table uh, before he kind of has pushed out of the way. Uh, the door is now open. And you can make your way in and fight. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, there was two attacks to do that. Yep. So I think that is your full attack action. Okay. Uh, you have a bonus and you've used only 10 feet of movement. Do you want to stay there or do you want to move any further? No, I'm good. I'm going to stay there. You got it. Gord, we're to you. Um, where's the closest enemy to me? Uh, as you come down into the doorway, uh, this guy is 10 feet away from you, and this guy is 15 feet away from you. So, equidistant, really. Are they all, like, equal level, or, like, who's the strongest? They both look like they've taken some beatings and are both on death's door. These guys aren't super strong. Not gonna take much to murder these folks. Oh, so don't, okay. don't worry about your big stuff just yet. Yeah, I was gonna do something dope, but I don't wanna waste it. Uh, you guys can also now see into the other side. Just I like, will do Steel Wind Strike! Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Always the best. Make Always two attacks. Thing. Two spell attacks. Just two That's targets. a 30. Yeah, that'll, that'll definitely hit one. Go for the other. That's a 25. Yep, both hit. Go ahead and roll damage. It's a 33. Yeah. Gord just like steps into the room and in a whirlwind, both of these guys are, are just eviscerated and drop in pieces to the ground. As you look about the space, you can see that this room is stuffed. It's full of things. Uh, like an overstuffed pantry, the walls are full of shelves overflowing with like food and um, you can see sacks of spices, grains, crates full of bottles of various sizes and colors, several large casks of ale, mead. Uh, in the middle of the room, you can see there are tables that you see these guys were working at um, and you can see goods were being sorted or packed or unpacked into open boxes and crates, you're not sure. Um, at the turn, now that you killed these men you can kind of look and see uh it continues with uh an exorbitant collection of goods 
the interior is lit by several kind of hanging lanterns and lit candles across the work surfaces. Uh, and there's just like, it, it, it's honestly like the biggest pantry you've ever seen. Like it's just full of food and goods to consume, goods that would be created by people. Um, as this moment passes in the wake of their deaths and this alarm the shouting that they put out you hear this scratching at the door heavy scratches and this kind of like <laughs> of something big on the other side of the door that mary you're standing beside Can you say that again? I think it was too quiet for some reason. Said Boone, uh, you're creepy on dead shit. Picking anything up here? Hmm, good call. I'll take a moment. I'll just walk into the room. Didn't even get to do anything. Let's kind of just take a moment and cast that sense out. Though if people have cover, I might not work. But we'll see. I got it. I just wasn't sure how long it lasted before. I know you just before you did it, but it might be over. Before well, it doesn't last that long. But okay. before you use it. Uh, you would know that there is too big of a barrier to, to see. Either the door has to be opened or um, some other way you have to, to see through. This would be too much of a barrier to see. You could get a vague sense if you wanted to try. But... Matt, could I instead like go to the railing? After I hear that like thing, like whatever, I'll go to the railing and like aim my hand down and cast Thaumaturgy down there, and I will just make an instantaneous sound like, um, just like a scream. Like, ah, scream. Okay. In the wake of that, that sound of pawing claws at this door gets louder. Um, and you can actually hear the, um, you can hear the sounds of several chairs just scraping and then feet movement there's a sudden flurry of activity about the house in the wake of what just happened up here the sound of the bodies hitting the floor and then this scream whatever quiet was in this house is now no longer there but mary you feel the door <laughs> buckle against you and it's a huge crack in it. I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy again mm -hmm. and make my voice three times as loud. And I'm going to say, um, You came for the Taker's home, and now we will take your hands. call that out and it rings out as the door splatters inwards. Mary, you are pushed uh, away as this heaping behemoth of what looks like a four-legged fleshy dog. This massive spiked tongue from just this ovular mouth. There are no eyes, just an open mouth dripping with saliva. It's exterior is like hardened shell and it just the tongue lashes out 
and keeping your initiative, the battle begins once more. Sick. Let's fucking do it. Where's Horus? He's in the carpet. Okay. I we didn't have a chance to do there. it. He's like, oh shit, yeah, this is really fucking cool. <laughs> so many maps. Maps on maps, baby. You can see into the next room where Never have we ever once done a full stealth. You know, you know what? I think we did. Didn't we do it once? It was kind of quiet. The hag one went great. The hag one went great. Unfortunately, there's no video record of that break and enter. (laughs) (laughs) It was just for us. Uh, But this creature, it was a great success. smashes through the door uh, and is going to use its tongue attack against Mary. Because you're right Ew, there. a tongue attack? <laughs> yeah. That's it's so disgusting. Its tongue just lashes out and you can see it's like like um, spiked and it Ooh. whips out in your air, uh, your range. It's Thank so you. gross. Let's see. Yeah, that is a 23. That is my AC. Fucking shield, do something. <laughs> I mean, it protected you pretty well. This just happened to be a good one. Uh, okay, 23. You suffer. Uh, you suffer one damage. 17 points of piercing damage. Okay. And the tongue wraps around you, grabbing oh, you, no. and pulls you in. It like holds you at its mouth. You are restrained by the tongue. Super gross. And it pulls you back into this room. Yucky. Holding you in its space. In this room, it's dark and unlit. You can see boxes and like kind of fabric across the floor. Uh, the wallpaper is shredded. Uh, and a door directly south that is currently closed and two doors that would lead off to the balcony that are barricaded by boxes and things. That is gonna take us to your turn, Mary. Yeah, gross, this is disgusting. Um... So uh, I have disadvantage on attacks, right? You are restrained. Your speed is zero. You have disadvantage on attacks, and attacks against you have advantage. You have disadvantage on dexterity. Okay. Um, I guess I'll uh, fuck. I'll try to break out of this. Okay. Uh, using your action, you can make a athletic or acrobatic check. Okay, with your acrobatics, that's better. 24. 24 succeeds. You uh, manage to just kind of wriggle out, covered in the saliva, landing on the ground, rolling away, uh, and are free. Does cost your action. Yep. Uh, so we go, okay. Fuck that. Um, I don't know if I really actually have any good bonus actions here. 
Um, sorry, I wasn't expecting to have to do that with my turn. Um, okay, that's fine. I'm just going to uh, bonus action disengage. Okay. And back out of this room again. Who feels like fucking up a really weird insect dog thing? I do. That's it. It's my turn. Okay. Who wants shish kebab? That takes us to Honda. Time to eat, folks. Well, the I'll first throw, time you've done something like this. With uh, go ahead and make your attack roll. And my roll is 15. Uh, yeah, you definitely hit with the bonuses. Go ahead and roll damage. Do I get sneak with this? Uh, unfortunately, no. You don't have uh, any advantage on the attack, and the creature's aware of you. All right. Well, simple eight and six, 14. 14 points. You got it. Uh, and you feel as you throw Whisper, and just that moment to, to teleport alongside doesn't come. Whisper connects, and Whisper returns to your to your hand, but the opportunity to to travel with it doesn't seem to work. What magic is this crap? That is your attack, your bonus action, and uh, 5, 10, 20 feet of movement left. What are you going to do? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to... Yeah, I'll move with. I'll move and I'll attack. Okay. So my roll. Bonus action. Frostbite. Roll is a seventeen. Yeah, definitely hits. Go ahead and roll frostbite damage. All right, I think that was two d six, and it comes to a seven plus five. Twelve. Twelve points. You got it. Uh, all right. Yeah, you strike, um, and as you do strike, uh, you feel the cold of whisper not quite having the effect on this creature as you'd like. It doesn't seem as perturbed by whisper or by uh, prophet. Sorry. Um, that is your full turn. That's going to end your turn. Take us to Alana. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go ahead with a swing and try and attack. You got it. Okay. Uh, are you gonna throw? Because currently you need to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Can't get up on it physically. Or wait, what's okay. your speed? Uh, I think it's 40. Yeah, if it's 40, you can get there. Yeah. Yep, then you can get right up on it. Okay. So I'm going to do that. Uh, 20 to hit. Yes, the hits. Okay. Damage. Uh, first one is 18 damage. Okay. Yeah, you bring the hammer down, and it just like begins kind of like just writhing back from the pain, but not backing down just like pulling back in response to it, but just like standing, standing its ground, this heavy, thick creature. 
go ahead for attack number two. Okay, 24 to hit. Yeah, it definitely hits. Go ahead. Okay. And 16 damage. Okay. Uh, it is, oh, is that right? Still standing, still standing strong. Uh, but yeah, with each, with each, each attack, you're seeing some of the, the carapace kind of crack and break and turn brittle. And you're just seeing this kind of pinky flesh exposed underneath. But it is not backing down. Uh, that is your attack and your full move. Do you want to do anything with a bonus? Yeah, uh, I'm going to use unwavering mark and okay. mark them. Mark them. Got it. Uh, unwavering mark. Out. And that will end your turn. Take us to Gord. I will. Go over to that guy. Ali was just attacking. And do pen and stare. Okay. Oh, no. Does the target need to see for that? That doesn't seem to say so. Okie dokie. Charisma save coming up. Thirteen on the dice for a total of fourteen is a fail. Oh wait, he has advantage on that. Hang on. Oh, that's worse. Fail. Ten D eight rolling. Forty nine. 49 points of damage. As Gord enters the room, you guys feel this like cold and uncaring sense, just like carrying with him. What little light is in the room beyond just flickers and faintly dims as this Raven Queen inspired pennant stare brings this creature to its knees. It drops, it like vomits up this black ichor. And though it doesn't have eyes, it is trying to expel its innate evil from it, but it's still standing. It's not dead yet. That is your action cord. Anything for a bonus? What's your full move there? Uh, Life tail? Do I have one? <laughs> he so said you actually, got it back. It, you're not in range, unfortunately. Um, no, I'm good. That ends Gord's turn. We'll take us to Horus. Come on, Horus. Hop up on the table and try and shoot his short bow over the crowd. If he misses, he's got a whole bunch of people he could hit. Let's see. That was not good, Horace. Um, 
a 15 does miss. Unfortunately. Horse, horse, come on. Uh, let's see. Gord, does a 15 hit you? Uh-oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> the th- three of you in the room watches this arrow just just skates by Gord. It like hits your whiskers. Hondo, it like almost clips the side of like your armor. Alana, it just kind of bounces off Hondo and near past you and like tumbles against the creature, not making any real deadly contact. And you see her just like, oh shit, sorry. That's going to end his turn. And take us to Boone. Boony boy, okay. I walk in. <laughs> Just trying to get me there. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, don't really have rage stuff. Um, uh, I guess I'll just use my full action to walk to the other side of Brawley, like to that door. Yeah. And then, is that door open or closed? That door is closed. Would you allow me to try and open it? Uh, Yeah. Where did the doggy burst in from? Doggy was in this room. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You just kind of quickly like jiggle this door as you as you reach it, and it is locked. Okay. Um, if I still have some move, I'll just go one more to the corner so that if anyone wants to shoot through that door, they wouldn't hit me. Absolutely. And then that's pretty much it. I don't even think I have bonuses. Let me just check. No, mine are like uh, attack focused. No worries. See, I'll uh, just like slide over that door and have regrets out just ready. At the ready, you're in position with this creature um, and you are perfectly prepared for the sound of the door key in lock. And it begin, you can hear the yep. shifting of metal on metal as the door uh, opens uh, and swings in. Swings in our way or swings in to that hall? He's going to swing in your way. Okay. As. See a group of using coin beginning to make their way up. This figure immediately here, the door swings in and swings in basically into Boone, like would collide with you uh, if you hadn't taken like a safe mm-hmm. stance. But as he rushes in, uh, just sees Allie because you're hit by the door. Uh, and it's going to make uh, two attacks against Olana. Just rushes in, pistol drawn, and just like quick fires two. The first is a 16. 
And yep, the, the second is a 14. Nope, doesn't hit. So on the first, you suffer uh, 11 points of piercing damage. Okay. And an additional, ooh, 14 points of poison damage. Ooh, okay. Uh, on the second, the, the shot glances wide. Uh, and this figure kind of quickly looks across the room, sees Elena, Hondo, Gord, and kind of barely sees Mary through the door to the other room uh, and just calls out to the others, we got intruders, uh, and is just pulling back. Uh, both Elena and Boone get attacks of opportunity. Yes, give it yep. to me. Twenty-two. Twenty-two will hit. Nice. Eighteen to hit. Yep, that hits. Okay. Okay, no damage. Twenty. Twenty points. Oh no, not that one. Um, four radiant and. Uh, 11 normal, so 15 total. Got it. Okay. This guy with two But actually, shots. because of my Relentless Avenger, when you hit a creature with opportunity attack, you can move up to half your speed immediately after the attack. Mm -hmm. as part of the same reaction without provoking opportunity attacks. So I'll move into this hall with him. Got it. You swing the door, and as part of your attack, like carve through the door, and it just like splinters off the hinges as you just burst through following and right in the face of two more of these mercenaries. Three of them all kind of grouped up. And I'll be like, with the scary mask on, I'll be like, mm -hmm. not intruders, Avengers. Nice. Uh, the other two take their action. Uh, and this one, actually it's going to run over to there. This one. Mm. Yeah. You watch the one to the right there, like has the pistol in hand, but with its left hand actually like goes down to a pouch and you see it pull out one of these larger flasks. You've seen them use. Uh -huh. Oh no, you didn't see this. Boone didn't see this. I think this. I used one. Uh, possibly. Uh, but the rest of the group has seen the effect of one of these flaming flasks as it throws it into the room with a line basically to land uh, right, what's the, what's the range? 15 foot sphere. 15 foot sphere on that corner. Yeah, he'll hit. Can you see? You'd have to hit right there. So he would still hit. Yeah, it's going to hit everybody in the room, including the doggy creature. So I need Hondo, Gord, and Alana to make dexterity saving throws for me. Eleven for me. That is unfortunately a failure. Seventeen. 17 is a success. I rolled a 6 plus 12, 18. Under that is a success, and you take no damage as a result of evasion. 
Uh, Alana and Gord takes half damage. So for a total of... Uh, Alana, you suffer 19 points of fire damage, and you are on fire. Uh-oh. Uh, Gorb, you suffer uh, 10 points of fire damage. You are not caught on fire if you succeed on the save. Da -da 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 -da, takes half. Yeah. And Hondo, you manage to dodge the entire blast. The creature before you succeeds on the save and doesn't seem overly perturbed by the flames kind of holding its ground uh, though it, you see the the face the mouth is singed and blackened as that guy uses that as his action I'm just going to just pull back to there uh, that's that uh, oh and the guy who walked over to the balcony uh, Boone you hear him yell down. Uh, well, he already said uh, we got it. We got company. Uh, but he just says, "Lieutenant, get up here now." And that is going to end their turns. Take us back to the top of the round with the dog creature before you. Get him take its full round. Did he take his fire damage, dog and creature? Yeah, he just didn't seem overly perturbed by flame. Gotcha. And succeed on the save, so he's like zero damage. Uh, he is in front of all of you. Can't go much further than where he is. And with just the last dregs of life, is going to use. No sounds, right? Uh, it's going to use its tongue attack against. Uh, let's see. Tongue against Hondo and Claws against Alana. Uh, does the mark give it disadvantage? Is that what that does? If it attacks anyone else, yeah. Okay, anyone so, other than me. So against Hondo, the tongue is going to have disadvantage. Uh, that turns that into a 19 still. Ooh, that. Uh, yep, that will hit. <clears throat> Uh, and against Alana, actually, is a terrible roll of a nine. Ooh, that does not hit. So the claws uh, do not strike you, but the tongue loops around Hondo's leg and just kind of winds up your leg and drags you down to the ground and up into its jaws uh, as you suffer. The initial kind of like sting of the, of the spines of its tongue pierce you. Or 19 points of piercing damage. Ooh. Uh, and, and yet you are restrained and pulled towards it and held basically in its mouth. Uh, it's not going to move. It, its fate, fate is resigned here. So it's just going to hold its ground. Maybe tuck down and block the door is all it will do. Yeah, that'll end its turn. Mary, that takes us to you. All right. Uh, there's no one in this room anymore except for me and Horace. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I've I've heard those other guys, but can't see them. Uh, what's that to the south in front of me? South just a pile of boxes. Just tables and boxes. It looks like there might be like a door or a window there, but maybe that's just the way it's drawn. Yeah, it's it's just uh, tables and boxes. Okay, that's fine. Um, if I go in around Gord, mm-hmm. like clockwise around Gord, can I see anything through that door or no? Uh, like, is the door closed there? The door is open. But with Hondo, Alana, this big creature, and then Boone, you really only see your friendlies. You have the thinnest of margins to see the guy Boone is in front of, and like you couldn't make an effective attack against him. Okay. Um, this creature's dead. Uh, this creature's gonna die any fucking second. Mm-hmm. And it seems like she has it covered. Um, could I bonus action dash and just kind of vault myself around and through people? Um, yeah, into the other room. Yeah, you could basically just like squeeze over to the corner here. Okay, great. And so. From here, can I? Who can I see? From here, you can see this guy is directly in, in combat with you. Yeah. You just make up this guy just past this little like wall, this opening into the stairwell. And you can see this like whole stairwell that opens up into this open space below. Uh, and then you can just make out that this guy back here is drawing and aiming. Okay. Well, I that's is that all my movement? That is the full yeah double. Okay. Then I guess I'll just have to go for the guy in front of me. You got it. Go make a tech. Ooh, bad. That's four on the dice. 19 total. Hit. Oh, okay, great. Uh, that's uh, 16 points damage. Uh, 16. Uh, given on the damage Boone had previously done. As you rush up with affliction, just you just stab through, uh, like right into the chest, and it just sinks in like butter, and it just that's creepy. Uh, Great, and um, no one else is in my range, right? Nope. That's Boone. Um, Yes. You could attack him if you want. I'm not gonna attack Boone. We're good. I'll just. Uh, no, I have two more attacks, but I I can't really do anything with it because I have my sword out. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's it because I can't move any further. Um, I'll just look to Boone and say like, "We gotta stop that guy from getting down the stairs." Let let them come. Uh, okay, at the end of Mary's turn. Hondo. Um, so am I still in his mouth or grasp grasp by his tongue? Yeah, you are fully you are fully restrained and pulled basically right to the mouth. Your face is right in the in the maw, and it's just being covered in slobber and slime. Okay, I'm gonna use 
my dragon slayer longsword to cut his tongue. <clears throat> you got it. Go ahead and make an attack. You unfortunately you have disadvantage because you're restrained by it, but you can still attack it. The first roll is an eight. Okay. Second roll is a four. Mm. Oh my God, okay. I don't think with the bonus this is going to hit, but go ahead. What's the total? Plus 10. Uh, so 14, 14 does not hit, unfortunately. As you're just trying to like angle down into the mouth, the, like it gets caught up in the fangs, the teeth that are surprisingly resilient. And unfortunately, you do not find purchase. No luck. Okay, well, with my bonus, I can still use Frostbite, and I will again try and cut his tongue. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead and just like... The, the dragon slayer launcher gets like tossed down for a second as you take trying all the blades frostbite oh my god what are we doing out here six roll disadvantage unfortunately so Another that lower. 12 second roll but six so. plus what is it 10 yeah. oh 11 17 17 hits that nice is. there you go buddy oh right so it's just 2d6 yeah plus whatever the bonus is. So it's seven plus five. That's enough. Yes, Fanny. Uh, yeah, with the second blade, you you bring Frostbite down and you carve like a small line across the tongue and you see it bleed and you just kind of whirl and just wind it down in until the creature like bends low enough and you just hard push it in and pin the tongue and the blade into the floor. And the creature just <laughs> heavily slams into the ground uh, and is pinned and dies. Oops. It is destroyed. You are released on the floor there. Uh, that is your action bonus action. And <coughs> pardon me. <coughs> you have your movement. I have movement. Do you have your full move? Yeah. Uh, I'll move. I'll move a bit down. Yeah, yeah, that direction. Yeah, that's that's good. Sorry, you come out into the space down here, and you can see the two crimson coin members who are awaiting certain doom here. Apparently. Oh uh, yeah. That will end Hondo's turn and take us to Alana. At the top of Alana's turn, you take four points of fire damage as you're on fire. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to make an attack. But uh, first, before I do that, can I rage? Yes, you can bonus action go into a rage. Not fucking around anymore. I went. I know. I went in super hard and be like, "Ah, oh, this is nothing. I need to save my rages." Nope, 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 not anymore. Uh, do you want to try and throw at the this south guy or this guy here, or do you want to try and get up on them uh, and attack in melee? Yeah, I'll I'll try to get up on them. Uh, do you want to go left or or south? Uh, I'll do left, please. Easy enough. You push past Boone and Mary with your rage and your fire body just like slowly burning and just storm forward and attack. Go ahead with two attacks. Okay, uh, first one, 15 to hit. 
A 15 misses, actually. As you rush forward in your raged state, you are not being quiet, and this guy turns and, like, leaps, and you slam your hammer through the banister, and it just shatters. You break part of the the banister. It's like an open section, as he just kind of stands back in space. Second attack. Okay. Uh, 24 to hit. That'll hit. Go ahead. And 17 damage. Okay. Uh, this guy I don't think had been hit just yet. No, he hasn't. So, the first damage on him. Oh, it's that minus 17. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah, with the, the second strike, you hit him hard, like right in the chest, and he loses like his breath for a second before kind of standing up and preparing himself for a fight, pistol drawn. Uh, but that is your full turn. That'll take us to Gord. Actually, I apologize. Before we go to Gord, Alana, Boone, and Hondo, and Mary, you guys watch and hear this kind of rippling in the air in the direction of the uh, the stairwell where Alana just attacked. And as the as Alana just charges forward, you hear this shattering of wood and this Crimson Coin member get struck. And you look and see this kind of haze begin to kind of rise up. And you can see kind of flying, hands extended, lightning crackling at the fingertips, a longsword in one hand. This elongated alien-like head, teal skin with like deep purple veins all across it, wide yellow eyes, very thin and sallow, no mouth or nose, just kind of curves down into a neck, curves down beneath an armored metal plate kind of protection. Symbols of the coin tabards in their colors just kind of rises up and you telepathically all just kind of whines in your ear with this kind of screeching pain. You have made a mistake coming here. This will be your death. We'll pick up there next time. Damn. Gotta think of something good to say back to that now. You have, you have a whole week. Yeah, think of something week. good. <laughs> You've made a mistake. This is your death. Oh no. Marinate on it. Come on, something cool. Who's first oh. up next time? Is it we want to keep I was I was debating honestly re-rolling initiative as it's kind of like too new like a new battle. We can mm-hmm. keep this initiative and start with Gord. Okay, Gord, you have to think of a good line. You have a week. <laughs> to say this asshole. Come this with that yeah, I can. Uh, I hope you like being dead. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good contender so far. It's not bad. Okay. You are the one who will die now. <laughs> Pretty good. Another solid one. Another solid one. Uh, then yeah, we will we will finish up the Darkwood Manor encounter next week, and then see what the fuck you guys are gonna do here. Whether you're gonna burn it, blow it up. Leave it with some ominous signs of mercy. Make a killers. life here. Maybe Make start a, a new here. family. <laughs> you, you can be the Darkwoods. Oh, that's interesting. 
Uh, but we will hopefully be wrapping up our sigil adventures rather soon.